Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. Special brew tastes like sadness. Never had it. I don't like Guinness either. It's nothing like Guinness. Well, I don't it's know. It's a lager. It's a, pl- it's a lager. Right. It's just a lager that they've just pumped like extra alcohol into, but with no consideration for what that might do to the and taste. And what is <laughs> white lightning? That's it's just cheap cider. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Another cheap, cheap cider. cider. <laughs> okay. Have you never had any of the above? No. Not even a white lightning. No. Why would I drink Mate. white lightning? I'm not saying now, but when you were like 15. No, why would I drink that? White lightning was discontinued because it became synonymous with drinking it on park benches when you're underage. Yeah. Uh, the reason to drink it when you were 15, Adam, is because it cost £1 per litre. What was it? That what might have been. Yeah, but I didn't drink beer no, at that no, time, for really. No, no, two litres, mate. It was a Jesus. big bottle. No, the big bottle cost three quid. Oh, sorry, man. Actually. Yeah. Twat. Yeah. Um, uh, Adam, when we're allowed in each other's homes, uh, we'll, you will never be allowed in my home. Get, us three will all get together. We'll, 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 we'll sit on a bench. We'll get together. We'll have some, <laughs> we'll have some beers. And when I say beers, I mean some special brews. And when I say get together, I mean drink white lightning. Uh, I used to drink. We used to drink um, uh, 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 Caribbean Twist. Do you remember that? Yeah, Caribbean yeah. Twist, which was, was so like good. the knockoff. Uh, Bacardi Breezer or, or, or whatever. But yeah. even more sugar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even shitter. I used to mix Caribbean Twist with... <laughs> with... Uh, Coke. Rum. Uh, I'd get ketamine. rum. I'd get Caribbean <laughs> Twist. Uh, I'd get uh, Cloudy Lemonade. Yeah. And Vimto. Oh, my God. 
That's so not... it's just sugar. I, I was a kid. I mean, I was a child. So unsurprisingly, <laughs> the thing I liked about it was the yeah, sugar, not yeah, yeah. necessarily the we, alcohol. We have a friend that still like unironically enjoys Bacardi Breezes. I won't mention yeah. who they are. No, of course not. Alex, Alex. Ollis. <laughs> <laughs> Luke is it actually him yeah, as well. Lucas, I, I mean, no, you I... see, unironically, I mean, I'm pretty sure I would probably enjoy the taste of a Bacardi Breezer because it's just like, oh, it's just it's fizzy sugar, pop, though. right? Yeah, but it's just fizzy pop. Like, I like a Fanta. I've got a Fanta right here. I'm sure it's just that, right? But with Ho- holding up, holding up a, uh, a Fanta from Burger King, uh, giving the impression to our listeners that all you eat is Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only after you just mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah, know. Yeah. They didn't well, know. They didn't need I, to know. I wanted to inform them. Um, when I'm rushed and I know we need to record and I'm late home from work, mm. my default location to go and grab something quick is Burger King because it is two minutes from my home. You know they'll deliver that to you, right? Uh, Burger King, my local Burger King doesn't. It's not on Deliveroo or whatever. Uh, Deliveroo don't service my area. Do you know what? I'd like to service. Sometimes it feels like this podcast is a conversation between Adam and Lucas, and I'm in the background going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, That's exactly what it is. Yeah, Uh, and also, hello, and welcome to Do You Love Us, a critical analysis of the history, cultural impact, and music. Of Manic Street Preachers, we've been going through their discography, album by album, track by track, asking questions like, does context matter when you're listening to music? Does knowing the history of a band give you a greater appreciation for their output? And we've been asking the question, do you love us? Uh, us being the members of the band Manic Street Preachers and their music, and not us, the hosts of the podcast, do you love us, to which you are now listening. Uh, and today is the day that we will answer those questions. Because you, we have reached Whoa. our final thoughts uh, at the end of this uh, year-long experiment in insanity, <laughs> uh, and I uh, have been joined and uh, am joined by Steve Murphy, hello, and Lucas Way. When you sent those lists of questions for the final thoughts, was I supposed to answer them? Uh, we're going to answer them now. Oh dear. <laughs> How are you uh, guys? It's been full of Burger King. Okay. <laughs> Other brands are available. Other brands of Burger King are available. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Hedge End brand. Other ones. <laughs> Didn't know where I was going with that one. Right. How You're are you, Steve? Starting real strong. How am I? Oh, really anxious, having a bad time. You? Why? Oh, good. So, we, so we're gonna have no your enemy vibes. From no, Steve. no, I'm all good. I'm actually good. The last, uh, last couple of days have been nice. We never return fire to Adam. Adam, how are you, mate? Yeah, how's it going, I'm man? Fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Good. Glad I asked. Yeah, this is why you don't ask me because I've got nothing to say. Um, guys, we're at our final thoughts which means we've done all the albums we've done a selection of b-sides we've done every music video they released we've done every dvd they released uh we've talked a lot about Mount street preachers we've interviewed a lot of people who've worked with Mount street preachers haven't interviewed the band themselves but no that would have been wouldn't that whatever. be nice? that's whatever fine. that's fine we've chosen not how have you found uh, yeah it'll that's right it'll happen yeah <laughs> we've got time when does this come out two weeks from two weeks from today no a week from yesterday we got we got time. Wait, we got time. what? Don't get into this 21st. again. Don't Luke, we get very confused when we think about 
when podcasts are being released, when we're recording them. Well, it's because you and I don't have to concern ourselves with any of that, and we put all of that responsibility but squarely it... on Adam's shoulders. <laughs> this is the first time in a while that we have been like, this episode is the next one that comes out. Yeah, mm. I'm still confused. Okay, cool. It was <laughs> weird when we reco- it was weird. weird recording Lifeblood like before the Holy Bible. I did. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was probably a mistake as well. Uh, starting with Send Away the Tigers was really yeah. weird. <laughs> Uh, how I mean, a year's worth of of exclusively manix stuff. Uh, how how have you guys found that? I spent so much time thinking about a band <laughs> that I prior to this had just absolutely not a shred of a thought about. Yeah, no thoughts. At and all. now I've just I know everything about them. Mm, yeah, like I'm so familiar with them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, the interesting thing is you probably don't know everything about them. I know everything about them. You know what I've deigned to tell you, I suppose. No, I know. I've done a lot of further reading. Oh, my God, yeah. Is, it, is, there stuff you, is there stuff you've deliberately not told us because you're like, oh, I just don't want to, I just don't want them to talk about that? Uh, don't want to touch it. There's, you know, there's bits of stuff that we just haven't really, like, delved into. We've scratched yeah. the surface for sure. Like, the the, uh, the intention was not to be definitive i think it was to give a a good overview of of everything i think we've done that a a gentle overview clocking in at about 70 hours (laughs) (laughs) it's longer than that mate (laughs) it's so much longer than that how long is this i don't know how long i don't know we're nearly uh at 50 episodes and we very rarely release a podcast that is less than two hours long there you go yeah Um, it's been a it's been a mad and weird year for, for for many reasons, I guess. But like a weird. Oh, oh, is is that short for, w- for weird year, Adam? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very good. It's very write it down. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I sort of agreed to do it as one of those things you do to just sort of shut your mate up. Oh. <laughs> like honestly, it's well, nice I, of him oh, to right. reveal that. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought we'd we'd probably not get past a couple of episodes. I don't know. Like, and yeah, I mean, I sincerely didn't think yeah, we'd get to the. end I completely underestimated really? Adam's de- no, determination. I, I've, you know, we know this. I've talked about this on mic. I genuinely was like, we will get we will get ten listeners, six of which will be our mates who will listen to the first one out of politeness. Mm. And as I've said, we got more than ten listeners, and none of them are our mates. I yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but Lucas, yeah, I think we just completely underestimated Adam's determination for this. But like, like Adam, how many bands have we formed and never done anything with? Yeah, that's what it felt oh, like. We've so, formed and done nothing with a band during the time we've been in this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, can anyone remember what we were called? Good band. We didn't oh, good name. <laughs> we were called what? Good Band. We were called Good Band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, uh, but great. yeah like the manics are so burned into my brain now and i know more about them than any other band that i know of like that it's just also... naturally happened so you now just know more about them than your favorite band yeah That's absolutely it. yeah i mean it's also just like of all the years for this to take off good year in terms of not good year good year good band nice to have this during uh, this year yeah, as a thing to do it's given me a purpose beyond going to my going day to job work. and coming yeah. home. Yeah. And watching Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although I've still found time to do plenty of that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the... Also, it's just like... It's just like... 
essentially have like a new hobby now which yeah. is doing a podcast. I mean, hobby used loosely because some of it is work. I mean, not for me, for yeah. you, I For Adam, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't describe this as, as a... No, I, yeah, I suppose it is a hobby. Um, it's definitely taken off more than I thought this hobby would. Um, yeah, someone who also that described it as getting wildly out of hand. <laughs> it's got yeah. well out of hand. When, yeah, when we had Michael Sheen on, I was like, this has gone well out of hand. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> um, it's also like brutally changed my music listening habits. Do you think so? That's interesting. It's been brutal. What, in what <laughs> regard? Because you were already very analytic. So what? You're more analytical than even before. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if this is the perception that you guys or people have of me, but I don't like go through lyrics line by line when I'm listening to. <laughs> no, but like, I can imagine album. you engage that part of your brain fairly. Thoroughly when you're I do, but I don't. Music. Then also, like, take notes. So, have <laughs> you started taking notes on bands other than the Manix? Uh, yeah. Really <laughs> wrong, mate. You are wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it. Well, I'm thinking I might start writing about music somewhere on the internet. So I've. Just I think you should of, start a blog to put these thoughts down. Yeah, I've just started stockpiling sort of uh, sort of thoughts, but also I I don't usually listen to like if I'm going to listen to an album that I'm really excited about, I'll listen to it a couple of times or three times in the week that it comes out, and then I'll spread it over the course of a year. I certainly don't listen to albums 20 times in the space of one week. <laughs> well, and you've been doing you know that with mean? bands other than the Manix? Uh, no, I've been doing it just for the Manix, but because right. we've been doing it for a year, that has become my listening habit. Yeah, I mean, I guess that... Is, I... That's, it's basically almost all I've listened to. Is yeah, that. I guess that's true of... of me as well but i wouldn't say that's changed my listening habits because i don't think if arcade fire released a new album tomorrow i would do what i've done with a manix album i won't binge it write notes and right dig into it <laughs> i'll just stick it on rotation with the rest of it do you think you'd be more aware of the lyrics um i i, I know that you'd love me to say yes no well, i'm genuinely curious but I, but based off the fact that i'm not any more in tuned with the lyrics come 17 album 17 of the manix 13 <laughs> yeah yeah i like 13 two best ofs in a b-side yeah the yeah. fact that by the end i'm i wasn't any more engaging with lyrics i don't think so hmm. but i've yet to really test that because all i've listened to this yeah. year <laughs> Is music that I already like have on rotation that I'm just comfortable with, and I'll just stick it on as pleasure, or the Manix. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I... any time I listened to something that wasn't the Manix, I felt guilty because <laughs> I was like, I I've got homework to do. How dare I listen to anything else? This is one I could get an, an extra listen in for the notes. Has has it's... it made you want to go and like uh, seek out? other music that you're not comfortable with the problem is you know, yes i think if i think if you sent me something i'd be more inclined to give it a shake a fair shake <laughs> i don't think Me, i'll lucas seek listens out... to music by shaking it which is i, listen, really I just shake it um but i'm terrible at seeking out music mm. so what also has almost helped what i've discovered definitely throughout doing this is familiarity definitely helps me enjoy music so Yes. My first listen of an album might be like, eh. And then like 10 lessons in, I'm like, 
yeah, yeah. postcards from a young man's all right. But and that then, is the case of that is the case of everybody and all music, I think. Yeah, but which is why I, hits become hits because they're but, played on the radio. That's why it's it's hard for me to get into new music because I'll listen to an album once and go, yeah, that's that's quite good. So I could I could go and listen to that again and think it's quite good, or I could put on something I really enjoy and I'll enjoy yeah, that. So, something you know is really it's good. hard. There's no to, risk involved. It's I find it much more effort and work to listen to music that I'm not familiar with compared to if someone went. Do you want to watch this movie you've never seen? I'd be like, yeah, definitely. I always want to watch a new movie. Always want to see something new. But with music, I find it much more of like a slog. I'd rather just like fucking stick on a playlist that I like. Yeah, my our friend Tizard um, sends me music all the time. Like, you're gonna love this. You should check this out. Oh my god, this is so good. I'm like, I oh, that seems like so much effort just to click that link and actually listen to it. But like, I've never. But I I want to do that more now. Like, I've never. I've like like Luke said. I've never sat down with music before and really thought about every song and had something to say about every song on an album. I'd just be like, yeah, I quite like that one. I'll just skip yeah. that one when I next hear it, or I just won't ever listen to the album again. I certainly also never have listened to an album, disliked it, and then gone back to it again to try and find what I might like about it. Do you see what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's very true. I suppose if you dislike something on the first listen, it's very rare you'd then go, do you know what, I'm going to give that yeah. eight more 17 listens. 17 more <laughs> listens. <laughs> but like Lucas said, like familiarity, like it just sort of absorbs into me and I end up enjoying it a lot more because I might be singing along just because the song's in my head. I mean, spoilers when we get to my top 10, but definitely things grow with time and, and further listens. Yeah. It's one to 10 is just Holy Bible tracks now, isn't it? Mad. It's, it, the mad, first, yeah. it mind, it's the first half of the Journal for Plague Lovers and then the second <laughs> half of the Holy Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, but I've yet to... I mean, maybe we should do like a little where are they now episode in like a year's time after I when I've had some time to actually have a chance to listen to other music because right now I haven't had that chance. Like a journalist yeah, finds yeah. us and like we'll knock on the door and we're like turn up all haggard so I don't talk so yeah so you'd be interested you know it's been a year since we listened to Generation Terrorists maybe your feelings have changed maybe they haven't in that year you'd also be interested to see how you feel about it this time next year no, I don't mean Manics. I mean just like a year out of having to listen to one band every fucking day. What is your music habits now? Right, I see what you mean. Because because uh, I've mean, yeah. not had a chance to test that because I've not listened to anything but Manic Street Preachers and music I'm familiar with. <laughs> Going back to it's, your, it's point, a good thing Steve. like none of my favourite bands released an album this year because that would have really thrown <laughs> a spanner into the works. <laughs> um, Going back to your point, Steve, do do you think that like that? That doing that will like you know listening to an album, disliking it, and then having to go back and listen to it another nineteen times or whatever. Yeah, has that made you? Do you think that might make you more inclined to do that next time? Like not not not. And when I say next time, I mean like next time you hear an album that you're actually like, oh, I'm not fussed about that. Maybe you'll give it another go. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it would really depend on the artist because like. You'd have to have a reason to want to give it a fair chance. Like, it would be more it, like if it was a, if it was an album that everyone had been saying, "Oh my god, this is so good," and it like, didn't click for the first time. Then I might be like, "Well, I I want to know why." Yeah, and that sort of thing. I might yeah. go back to it because, like, this I don't know. Maybe I hated the new Taylor Swift album, but everyone was saying it was great. The one that just got released, Evermore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case people thought we were talking about folklore. Oh, okay, yeah. Because um, oh, they both rhyme. Hmm. Yes, and they're both eight letters. Oh yeah, 
you think she'll? Is hmm. that a design thing? Yep, for what? life. <laughs> Two halves of design. Two halves of a whole. It's a sister album. We're not here to talk about Taylor Swift, <laughs> as as much as I would like to be. <laughs> Sorry. Do you? There's something there. Do you Taylor Swift that? us? Yeah, Do very you good. Ever, ever, ever listen, get back together. Listen to yeah, that's Taylor uh, Swift. Yeah, that. All good pitches, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll <laughs> we'll take it into consideration. Write it down. <laughs> good, good place to start, Steve. Then for you is maybe like uh, end of year lists. How do you mean? Do you know what I mean? Like like Rolling Stones top fifty albums of twenty twenty. Oh yeah, maybe. Just start working your way albums. through that. Christ, so much work. Just start. That's I, mate. There's a playlist on Spotify. You stick it on shuffle till you hear something you like, and then you listen to the whole album. Wait, is the so playlist easy. on Spotify the whole albums or yeah, like a track yeah, yeah. per? Now I'll listen to the top three albums. Okay, okay, okay. We've got your commitment on listening we're, to the top fi- three yeah, albums. Fifty albums. We've just done thirteen, and it was like. Well, I mean, Lucas, Lucas, you know he's not actually asking you this. We've set up for a great bonus episode here where Lucas (laughs) listens to the top three albums. I thought you meant I listened to the whole 50. I tell you what, number one on a lot of uh, the year end lists is Taylor Swift's Folklore. So uh, can't wait for Lucas's thoughts on that. 50 albums were even. Were 50 albums released this year? I mean, yeah, yeah. hundreds <laughs> of albums were released this year. It's just like I, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like getting on that list doesn't seem like that big of an achievement. Fifty what? is a big number. I t- tell you what else you should start uh, going through is uh, Rolling Stones' top five hundred albums of all. I mean, time. I've just googled it and seen that, and fuck me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, yeah, can yeah, I make yeah, a confession, that. Adam? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I thought you meant it was like I don't know Keith Richards' top. <laughs> Like his like Rolling Stones twat. No, the twat. fucking <laughs> like the they magazine. chose. They chose. Sorry, the Bob Dylan released an album this year. Yeah, <laughs> rough and rowdy ways. And I tell you what, it's really fucking good. What? The, who the fuck are these people? Folklore that, is number one. Lucas, that's yeah. called new music. That, I've never heard of. That. Come on, yeah, re- that's... read out some names. Read out some names. Well, I'm doing the top. I'm looking at the top five. Yeah, go on. Dua Lipa. You know Dua Lipa? No, I do not. Why do you, what do you mean you know her? I promise you I don't. You have heard a Dua Lipa uh, Sing song, one. I'm sure. um, uh, you probably know New Rules. Uh, Give me I, I can't it. sing it. There's too much pressure. But uh, she, she released Do a, a lady album. voice. This is, this is, you're talking about future nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good I album. Like, I, like I know sound, nothing. I like Bob Dylan, I've heard of him. I've heard of Bob. Yeah. He did that song about a tambourine. Good old Bobby. <laughs> uh, Bad Bunny. Y H L Q M D L G. Never heard of that. That is a really interesting album, and I think it's one of three that was released this year. Um, no, there's at least fifty albums released this year. No, very good, very good. <laughs> one of three that Bad Bunny released this year. Fiona Apple. Never heard of her. Fucking, you've never heard of Fiona Apple? No. Fiona Apple. That fetch the bolt cutters is so fucking good. That is such a good album. And then Tay Tay, who I am familiar with. Oh, Fiona Apple got number two. Yeah, Tay Tay got number one. Good shit. <laughs> but yeah, I would have like, thought you'd looked at this list, surely. Um, yeah, I just don't have memorized it because I'm not. That's mad. a pro. That's a pro. No, w- mm. I don't know. I feel like that is exactly the sort of list you at least know the top ten of for the last like twenty years. I knew Taylor was number one. I didn't realize Fiona was uh, uh, up at, up at number two. I was listening to that album yesterday, actually. So good. 
what Tay Tay or Fiona no uh, f- Fetch the Bolt Cutters really good. oh yeah classic album that <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I want to listen to Future Nostalgia yeah that's got you written all over it yeah has it yeah yeah oh my the, god the album art is just the word you written good. again and again and Very, again and again yeah yeah, yeah yeah nice yeah yeah right we've now. obviously been uh taking like a different approach to just listening to the music though which is we've been looking at the context and the story around all of the songs and the albums and stuff how how has that been have you enjoyed that does it add in any way to the music for you absolutely yeah absolutely does yeah like there's several manic songs that could have just like passed me by had i not known the story or context behind them like mainly sort of richie things around richie for example mm-hmm. like um four stone seven pounds obviously is a massive one that sticks out for me um yeah or like william's last words knowing yeah yeah kind of the story behind that makes that it just gives that song it just makes it far more interesting um knowing that stuff about it but like shit i don't know basically the whole of plague lovers made me appreciate the album more than I would have done if you'd just gone listen because to this. Because of that context. Yeah, yeah of the fact yeah, yeah. that yeah, all the lyrics are from, from their guitarist that disappeared and, and was left for them. Like, that's cool as fuck. What? <laughs> Lucas <laughs> Lucas has forgotten everything that we did in the year. And I think I also think that like knowing the history of, of the band and where they were when they made each album actually gives you like quite a personal connection to the artist. Do you remember when we were watching them live on stage like watching a video and you were like, Don't don't you feel a bit proud? Yeah, because we were going on that journey, and yes, yeah, you're on boys. their team. Yeah, yeah, our boys, yeah. our boys yeah. doing so it's well. Boys, <laughs> uh, I've definitely, it's definitely, I've got a lot more out of certain songs as a result of Adam's story. Adam's story time. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that was the original name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's clear based off of my reception to certain albums that it doesn't necessarily make me enjoy it more. And any more likely to want to listen to it or give it more time of day. But at least it makes them more interesting to talk. So, like, the Holy Bible is fascinating. Yeah. And I enjoyed talking about all those bleak, bleak songs and, like, learning about all that and talking about all that. Doesn't necessarily mean I will enjoy the album more or listening sure. to the text. And there's also then the songs that I did like or medium liked that then get elevated because mm. of so like um ocean spray it's like perfectly nice song mm. adam gives us the backstory much more of a gut puncher adam then gives us his own fucking context on top of it which makes it double gut puncher yeah for sure like you know yeah it makes a song like i don't know like tsunami which i think is pretty middling in terms of an actual manic song but when I was re-listening to Send Away the Tigers? Yeah? Tsunami isn't on Send Away the Tigers, if that's well, what you're asking. This is my truth, tell me this yours. This is my truth, tell me yours? Um, <laughs> yes. When I was listening to that the other day, like, I had a little story with the song, and that gave it... It made me more inclined to... Like, you know, I, that's a song I'd probably skip, given, like, sure. the actual quality of the song. But I was like, yeah, it's, yeah that story was... And listening to the lyrics and like knowing that whether I will seek that out with any other bands by choice, jury's out. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I suppose it's a it's a difficult one. I've always but, been a big fan of like the frame being part of the painting. 
How do you get that information though about outside of doing a podcast and having a, a expert and mega fan tell you it all? Like, I'm guessing you just read articles and read Pitchfork, and you. I'm guessing you yeah. just read a lot about music. So when yeah. there's a new album by Taylor Swift you are aware of the detail and the, the her, her intentions behind that album and all those things because you're looking into it in that way 100 percent, yeah and if you were to go and listen to an album that's not new you like you wanted to get into pink floyd you would go back you would go and read the wikipedia article and the stuff about that album if i wanted to get into a band the first thing i do is read an article about them that told me what like their most like defining album is do you know what I mean? So where where do you start with Pink Floyd? Dark Side of the Moon. Sure. That's a Transformers movie. Fleet okay. with Matt. <laughs> Very good. Fleet with Matt, you go to rumours and then just like research, I don't know, affairs and cocaine. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, now, see, there's an album that is like stuffed full of context. Like you just stick Fleetwood Mac on, you've never heard of the band, you put on rumours. It's a very pleasant album. You learn about how all of the songs are about other members of the band and who was cheating on who and how much cocaine was consumed and it becomes a much more interesting album. Well, know? guys, this is the first I'm learning of this. Well, what? really? So, <laughs> really? So let's stick on rumours now. Let's do it. Track oh, by track. Bonus, love... bonus set. Track by track of <laughs> rumours. I fucking love that. Uh, there's just not time, guys. There isn't. There isn't. Um, I, I, I love the frame as part of the painting, especially around context, like um, like even like the way an album is released. So you, you were talking about Taylor Swift. The fact that she announced that about 12 hours before it came out, all part of the album. That's part of the album to me. The, the oh, yeah. In, well, you the can't think in rainbows. In rainbows. Exactly, free. in rainbows. Yeah. yeah, you can't not think about that. The fact that you too put one of their most recent albums just onto everybody's iTunes. Oh my god. <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently people are factory setting their Macs and, and reinstalling iTunes and that it just still somehow appears. Yeah, Apple Apple had to release a tool where you go on a URL and you click it and it like fully removes it from your account. <laughs> Not just like de- deletes it from the device but actually it's like you don't own it anymore. That's really have this really great it's that so they funny. did that, I don't know I, why. It, ma- it made me like the album more. Yeah, because because you don't have a is, choice. <laughs> that is the most U two thing that you could do. Like, <laughs> just suddenly everybody has the new U two album. Yeah, uh, mad. What, um, what, about, what about you, Steve? Like the, the 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 frame as part of the painting sort of thing. Yes, but like Lucas was saying, I I don't think I will go search it out unless I happen to hear something about the album that's interesting, and then I go, oh. Okay, maybe I'll look into that. Maybe I'll do that a bit more now. Um, right. But I wouldn't go searching it out. In the same way, I haven't gone searching about the Mannix. Like, you've told us stuff and it's been really interesting. And I've deliberately tried to not look up too much so that my reactions are obviously genuine on the episodes. But um, it definitely 100% makes me enjoy something more if I know something interesting about that song. There's nothing I love more than listening to an album and then reading all of the interviews I can about it and finding out all about it and it just sort of enriches the broth of the <laughs> steamy stew that I'm consuming with my ear mouths. <laughs> oh, who's steamy stew? <laughs> well, hey, I'm steamy stew. Oh, oh, oh I like steamy oh, stew. Yeah. He's got you, a real vibe about why it. Why don't you come into my bedroom? I'm not a sex pest. 
<laughs> I've lost. I've lost. I've fallen yeah, out of love with it. Steamy Stew. I don't like <laughs> Steamy Stew. No, I, I think he's. I think he's, he's problematic. Weird. I think he's a bad character. <laughs> um, Ooh. And he does it again. <laughs> like, there's a simple solution to uh, whether you'll do this with future albums. Is every new album that comes out we have to sit down and talk to Adam about it for two hours. Every new album. Yeah. Like you said, yeah. there's only a few a year that come out, so it's not going to be that bad. There's like five or six yeah. a year. <laughs> definitely not 50. Out. That's yeah. mental. There's some duplicates on that playlist, I mean, sure. it's definitely, you know, I completely agree that the, the when you're a fan of a band, there's you know the whole mm. frame around the painting. The band that I'm highly familiar with, every album, there's a mix of the, the band that should not be named. Hmm. There's a every time I think of an album, there's so much wrapped in with that about yeah. the release, the reception, the fan response. What was the tour? What was the release cycle? In all that stuff. But because I'm not like deeply familiar with other bands, I'm curious to know how much that will play a part. I mean, it will with the next Manix album. Oh yeah, whether absolutely. I like it or not, yeah. <laughs> like whether I like it or not. Now, when the next Manix album comes out, it's going to be a big deal for me. Like... So big, I I don't think I'll be more excited. A life changing event. Like I'm gonna like 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 even if even if by then like we've all stopped being friends because of the things that Steve does. Will yeah. will yeah. I'll I'll still write notes about it because I've got notes about every other album. <laughs> Yeah, you might as well complete the set. Actually, what that's not true. I've got, a con- I've got a confession. It's not actually. about what you have done. It's about what you will do. Ooh, I have a confession. Yeah. Okay, go on. I don't have notes on every album. Oh. Because I never wrote any notes for Futurology. <gasps> what? So that episode, that episode, I had not a sausage in front of me. That's, uh, that's interesting. I just forgot. Because oh, I'm, pretty okay. sure, I'm pretty sure that you used the famous Lucas line, I have here in my notes. So mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna listen mm-hmm. to that episode and see if you were bluffing. It's almost yeah. like I was doing a little, a little lie. What a confession. <laughs> I just forgot. Recession. Uh, let's, let's, so like, Sex. You know, that's, that's us talking about, Dick. about music in well, Adam, what in about you? You haven't general. answered. I mean, I'm guessing for you, this not nothing's changed because this is how you consume music. This is how I consume music. Welcome to Adam's brain. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so, like, you brought, you know, the, the context is not something I've given you the ability to read or or learn about do you know what i mean like you brought your own context to the podcast it's just that context was minimal so with that context in mind and versus the context that you now have which is vol- voluminous voluptuous <laughs> uh, how how did the manic sort of meet those expectations what what were you expecting from them or, or did they not meet did they exceed did they fall below? They, they they definitely exceeded my expectations. Really? Like a million times Excellent. exceeded my expectations. But not just in terms of qual, some sure. in terms of qual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like their middling stuff is exactly what I expected from them. Mm-hmm. Like Send Away the Tigers was exactly what I expected of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the... A, just the fucking breadth of stuff. I mean, broken record. I'm pretty sure I've said this every single episode. And we're going to say it a lot on this I'm episode, I'm going to say I'm it sure. again. But the thing that if they had done what I expected, which was send away the Tigers or everything. 13 go, times. Times 13. Yeah. I, I wonder if I'd even would have kept doing it. 
<laughs> I mean, I feel like I probably would have. I'd have made you. I promise you, you, you would have. You would have seen my enthusiasm just fucking plummet. <laughs> like I would have had. But what was the episode that had the least energy? Uh, like, probably was, journal for plague lovers. Yeah, but that was a different kind. That was because I didn't. I actively disliked it. Like, but I guess there's no <laughs> albums that I just full on like second half of Know Your Enemy energy. Right. Well, yeah. I was just like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Come on, we're done talking about anything worth talking about here. That for fucking thirteen episodes would have been dog shit. But instead, such a fucking. Pride. How has dog shit sort of become your catchphrase, Lucas? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I associate um, dog shit with Lucas Way. <laughs> yeah, so do I, and I have yeah, done yeah, for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they fucking start off as a glam rock band. So straight off the bat, I was like, what? What's going on here? And then, and I guess I kind of, like, also, I'd never, I, the Manics have always, like I said, they've always been in their 40s. Sure, yeah. Wearing wearing blazers. Exactly. So there was, so the idea that they existed in the late 80s (laughs) as a glam rock band is mental. And then the fact that in 2012, they released like Futurology this week. Fourteen, very close. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They released Futurology, which was like, again, not remotely what I expected. Euro pop yeah. weirdness, and then in between that, a mix of like apps. So stuff that was expected, like Tigers, Postcards from Young Man. It's fairly like that style of man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resistance is futile. Everything. The for you albums, and then the loads yeah. of stuff that's not like that. So your lifebloods. You you know your enemies, your holy bibles. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the holy bible, regardless of my uh, enjoyment of the music, is still like what a fucking four hours of discussion that was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It really what a real like, mood. It yeah. inspires. It inspires a real vibe. <laughs> I was wrong the other day. I put it on. You were. I said like, oh Adam, I'm giving the holy bible another spin. Let's yeah. see how it goes. And it was like. 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning, and I was still which in I, bed. Which I commented on, and I said, "Yeah." That and is I was like, "No, bollock." I was like, "Piss off! It doesn't make a difference. It's just music." I gave up after two tracks and put on, <laughs> and put on Lifeblood. Yes, because that <laughs> is a Saturday morning in bed album. Oh hell yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, Steve, you had a lot, uh, like quite a bit more context than Lucas going in, so you had more expectations or less expectations. Well, I, I, I liked the Manix going in, mm. but I just didn't know a whole lot about them. But it's still... So, they, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. That now that I am intimately familiar with the Manics, like, obviously, in, you probably said this in the first episode, but I had no idea of what you were talking about. What Manics did you know before we did this? Because I now will know what you're talking about. I knew... Tigers. I knew Send Away the Tigers from front to back. Like, I knew all the songs on that. I was mm. aware of Journal for Plague Lovers as a... As like the story a behind concept. it, yeah, as yeah. a project, um, yeah. and obviously knew like the the hits, the design for lives and etc. But you knew um, like I had, you well, love I had us heard and yeah. stay beautiful and stuff. Yeah, like Adam had just showed me some just sort of bits. Like I, I knew about the Holy Bible. I'd heard songs of the Holy Bible. Adam had talked to me about that. So just, just sort of peppered, and but you knew really that you knew that no Richie disappeared. Yes, and, yeah, and all of that sort of context and stuff. Yeah. But send, send Away the Tigers, you knew the full album, for sure. Yeah, but it totally still exceeded my expectations. Like, I never thought I'd give a Manix album a 10 out of 10, let alone, like, an album I've never heard before. 
Yeah, I, I yeah. thought you would give a Manix album a 10 out of 10. I did not think it would be Futurology. <laughs> Which one did you yeah. expect? I really thought The Holy Bible was going to get uh, the 10 from Steve. You got a 9, right? You got an 8, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, pathetic. But, <laughs> what a shit album. But again, I, I, really, I only did only agree to the podcast for um, all the money and girls and fame. Um, the girls, I tell you what, mm. it's been remarkable. Tell you who has enjoyed How the many girls, girls have not Steamy Stew. I'm going to stop Steamy Stew very quickly now because it's going to go into a direction <laughs> yeah. I don't want. Steamy Stew is Let's banned. move on. <laughs> um, but yeah, totally exceeded. Um, and yeah, it is, it's been surprising. And it's, it's I, been, I yeah. obviously had no expectations. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. Kind of going beyond sort of my expectations of what you guys would, would kind of But enjoy. didn't you have like, the expectation like, well, I know I don't like that. It's going to be interesting yeah, going back to it if I do like it. That sort of your thing. other thing sure, was kind yeah. of like, are you going to fall back in love with the Manix? Was kind of your quest for the year as well. Yeah, it was that, and 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 li- but listening to the albums in in a, in a row like that, even I, and again, we're going to mention this so much because it is the one like cornerstone of their career. I think even I was actually genuinely still surprised by the range, like yeah. that they put out, and and stuff like. Little things like the fact that the Holy Bible and Everything Must Go are only about eighteen months apart, <laughs> and and I thought that like be- because so much happens in between those two albums, and one big, really big thing happens to the band in between those albums. I've always separated them by this huge gulf, and it's a year and a half. And it's, it near, it's about me... as long as we've done been doing this podcast, <laughs> exactly. And and it surprised me as well, like how much those albums actually have in common stylistically and that it's actually this is my truth that is the departure and the song yeah the departure yeah that Good. is yeah that's i mean funny. that's the other thing i can do inside jokes about the manic street really. yeah that is mental that is i can do mental. little i remember how proud you were the first time i did something like that <laughs> on our like group chat i made a little like joke that was like a a play on a Manix lyric or something, and you were like, "Oh my god, Lucas. I can't believe this is a thing we're actually doing." Lucas, you're going to be that through three sizes. <laughs> you're going to be that prick at the show that we inevitably will eventually go to. One of them that shouts for Sleep Flower now, just because I'm you're like, ah, "Lol no, memes." I'm no, I'm not. I'm going to shout for Miss Europa Disco yeah. Dancer, and they're going to play it because they're they're like Lucas Way from the fucking podcast down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course we'll play it for you, sir. Yeah. You what, what? you helped revitalize our career. What the fuck? <laughs> and you and you alone. <laughs> no, the three of us. I'm not taking all. The oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. What was um, what was most surprising? Uh, getting Michael Sheen on the podcast. <laughs> okay, I meant about the Max. Yeah, but but you're right. That was very surprising. That was a bit surprising, wasn't it? <laughs> it really when we, was. He, I still thought it was I... a big prank up until like he appeared. <laughs> yeah. For me, I would say <laughs> the Holy Bible. That was the most surprising thing. Yeah, well, because like I said, I I thought this band had no edge. I thought this band was another Travis, another Stereophonics. Right. Another... They're actually fucking edgelords. They yeah, are the lords of edge. Absolute <laughs> fucking edgelords. So I thought, I expected, why does it always rain on me? Right, like, no, just... Yeah. Just very edgeless. Tune, by and way. then, like, yeah, the glam rock's, like, surprising, but also it's kind of of the time. Well, not quite of the time. It's a bit late, but... Mm. Do you mean that you didn't expect a manic song to have the word dumb cunts in? Yeah, just yeah. the bleakness, the musical bleakness, the, ed- the like, sharpness of the music, and also just, like, the fucking horribleness of the lyrics. Yeah. Just songs yeah. about the Holocaust and just 
just stuff that makes Adam depressed for three weeks in the lead up to the episode. I didn't expect any of that. Like, do you, know also, was a... do you know what is also quite surprising is you're sat there going like, oh, it's fucking bleak and it's about the Holocaust. And I'm sat here going... Yeah, I would like to listen to that again, actually. <laughs> like, Futurology is a surprise in terms of, like, yeah, Futurology is quite a, a departure, especially so late in their career. But it's also, like, it's not outrageous that a band would mess around with electronics. It's not a ridiculous concept. Whereas but, the Holy Bible is like, yeah. that's not what you'd expect from mm. a band that's, like, a mainstream Radio 1, at, the, at a point at least. Like, now Radio 4 band. That's, that's really interesting because, of course... I am not surprised by the Holy Bible at all anymore. Um, but I, I was still surprised by Futurology this time round. Um, but I think that's just... like This was all new to you. And it was only it. really... It was like four songs that I knew. I know. And, and like, and so, but Futurology was still relatively new to me. Um, I think the most surprising thing for me, looking like back on everything was just how much and, and we'll, we'll get onto this we're going to do like a little album by album sort of thing but but just how much lifeblood scared them like the reception to that record and the commercial uh failure of that record really terrified them and you can see it in their career for like People 10 years are after such idiots yeah <laughs> but it's interesting like, yeah, like you said how we're listening like literally album back to back in the way we have that you can quite you can see them making decisions almost yeah you can see you them know, reacting to the yeah. last album yeah, yeah. and like yeah. That, which, that's sort which of gets a... lost it gets lost in the the three years between each album you know yeah 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 um, for sure but yeah i mean again the thing that surprised me the most is how surprising they've been and, and that's a really weird thing to say it like that mm. but like in, in terms of like <laughs> like the yeah. thing that was surprising to me was the surprise yeah the surprise to feel surpriseness you've got a surprise i was so surprised <laughs> when i was surprised um that was a little manix reference there by me he's so pleased with himself <laughs> i know things now <laughs> but what but like, i mean is, there's always something there's always there was always something new and i was like okay i probably know what's going to come next and i <laughs> Dreaming a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You go like, Dreaming oh, this, this is what they're gonna do. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, this album will be the next album as well. And then, yeah. yeah, and then it's not. The uh, so another thing that I was surprised at was how much I ended up like genuinely respecting them as musicians. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. I've got, I've spoken to some friends who listen to our podcast because they're great mates, but are still like, oh, but I have no opinion on the band, the Hannah Street Preachers. Still, I listen because I enjoy it and I, I, I enjoy the shanter. But <laughs> so, sure, yeah. But is that shit? But they're, still, but, they're, but they're like, but I still think the Manics are nah, like, just I have no opinion. Whereas I'm like, no, but James Dean Bradfield, mate, he got pipes and oh, he got yeah. skills. Like, yeah, whenever I've mentioned respect like, where respects you, I do a podcast about <laughs> the Manics. People have gone, oh, I don't really like the Manics. I might not listen, and then they'll go, oh, it's not like I don't like them. I just don't really know. A lot. Does it? Do you know what I mean? They, yeah, yeah. I suppose when people say, oh, I don't like that, really, what they're saying is, I don't actively like that. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. I don't dislike it. I just don't. I'm not interested by that. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, lots of surprises. Uh, sort of in their discography, which I think we should we should go through just like just briefly. Let's just start at the beginning and and sort of go through their their career because I think we'll just sort of sum up our thoughts on like their whole 
thing. Well, you, you kind of didn't answer my question, Adam, which was, have you fallen back in love with the Mannics? I think we get to that at the end. Ooh, a keep, tease. Keep them waiting. <laughs> um, Generation Terrorists is long. It's a bit long, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you skipped something, so, though. New Art Riot is yeah. indecipherable. Yeah, it's had an absolute mess, and I love it. I hate it. I don't hate it. It's just fucking whatever. I've no opinion. A bit like me. We should point out that we we've kind of done like a big. Have, have we have we re-listened to the each album I'm, once? I've listened to yeah. every album once except Journal for Plague Lovers. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. As a I, as a I've, as a protest, I've I've I done I've done no every album. To. I've done every album once except Postcards. So. Uh, yeah, I've I, done I, every I, album. I got once. halfway through postcards before going. Do you know what? I'm gonna listen to the Holy Bible again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, that's not true. I didn't get to rewind the film. Oh. No, sorry, not rewind the film. What's the most recent one? Um, Resistance. Resistance to I didn't get to that. But, but we did I've that, like to that about three weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, it, it is long, isn't it? What generation terror? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, is yeah, so yeah, yeah. long. It is the thing that stood out to me about that album. Yeah. Is the length mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it is famously long? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. yeah. And the surprise surprised me. Yeah, um, and the, the thing about the length, the thing about the length of it is that it's two. <laughs> it is two length. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Um, but there is also like so much intent on that album. Like they are so eager. To just do the absolute most. It was a real <laughs> statement, right? Which yeah. they absolutely yeah. did not follow through with. With the what, no, 60 million no, albums of breaking up. <laughs> and then they had a really long career. A long um, and illustrious career. It was a real shock that it was a Guns N' Roses album. It was a real shock that it was a Guns N' Roses album. But yeah. it, it was very fun, but it did get tiresome. It, yeah, is, it, it is fun. It it's hasn't fucking, aged well. It's such a mess. When I say it hasn't aged well, I don't mean as in since 1989. Or whenever it came out, was it nineteen ninety two? I uh, mean, like nineteen ninety two. Oh, I mean, like in the year since I first listened to that, it hasn't. it's gone down in your estimation. It's gone down in my estimation because, like, at the time, I was just blown away by just like how unexpected it was, and kind of got excited. Can I? Um, yeah. And now yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, but it's not actually like that. I like, I don't think I really listened to it. Can I make it's it? It's not like that great. Yeah. There's a few tracks. There's like my 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 famous MSP playlist. Sure. Infamous. I'll share. I'll Infamous. put it in the public sphere. If anyone sure. wants to listen to just the manic songs that I particularly enjoy, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, like, there's a few songs on there from that, but well, not, it's got some certainly not bangers. 26. <laughs> uh, it's got some fucking bangers. Lest we forget that Motorcycle Emptiness is on that album. Is it? I yeah. Forgetting. And like yeah. little little baby nothing. Like it, it. There's songs on the the really good songs just don't feel like they fit on the album, and then it's just sort of peppered in between with like. The the rock yeah. ones. But can that I make a like big confession, this. guys? Yeah, go on. Repeat Stars and Stripes isn't that bad. Repeat Stars and Stripes is, is really good. Repeat Stars and Stripes is no, it's not. Repeat it's, Stars and Stripes. Look, look. Guys. In, it's, it's not it's, bad, guys. It is definitely better than the UK version. That's absolute bollocks. It's absolutely <laughs> not. But bo- why are you shocked by that? Like as if that's not my, been my take. I re-listened yeah. to episode. it. So. I re-listened to it. I was like, "This is mental." It's got. I quite. I don't mind this. It's got. It's, and so, what is it on your top ten? Four, five, one. <laughs> the thing. The thing about Stars and Stripes is that it's sort of emblematic of the album itself. Is that it is 
an absolute mess and you kind of go into it and go oh this is a lot of fun and then it goes on for four minutes yeah that's and you're true, like yeah. okay i've had enough of this it has no right being on that album as well but the as fact, a standalone yeah. it's just a bit it's of a weird B-side. yeah oh yeah 100 yeah. the fact that motorcycle emptiness is on that album is baffling i like i know it in my head it's on uh gold against the soul not because gold against the soul is like a mature album but at least it feels like they've at least had like an album to develop a bit you build up the fact that it's on that sloppy first album is remarkable yeah yeah oh yeah because it's a good song guys what motorcycle emptiness motorcycle emptiness is quite a good song yeah i really like it in in Mm. in general for me has got pockets of really great stuff like i think slash and burn is great i really like stay beautiful and you love us um condemned to rock and roll is mental condemned to rock Uh, and roll is great and obviously so, motorcycle emptiness, um, but the rest of it is just too long and it's too unfocused and it's sort of too all over the place. Do you think between Generation Terrorist and Gold Against the Soul, there's like a good rock album? I between think, the yeah. Two, yeah. Like I, you could put a if you put album. real drums on Generation Terrorist, you could get a, like a really good 12-track album, I think. Oh, not but, even not even mixing it with Gold Against the Soul. Just cut the shit from yeah, Generation just, Terrorist. Just, yeah, just cut the dross. Uh, but, but Gold Against the Soul, I, I prefer to Generation Terrorists. Because I think it's got the same kind of energy as Generation Terrorists, in that it's quite a scrappy album. Um, but it's just nicer produced and it's more cohesive and it's shorter. Yeah. It's shorter. Basically, it, what I'm it's, saying is it's, it's shorter so much than Generation Terrorists. To, so much easier to digest. <laughs> it is shorter because of the length of the last one. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Gold Against the Soul, I sort of forget it exists. And I, yeah, and I, know, that, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But like doing my listen through, there's some like really. Standout tracks like La Tristesa de Urera. How did I do with that? Yep. F- fine. You um, just reminded me. Thank you, Steve. Is it- the other day, I was thinking like, oh, there's a song that on my re-listens I really wanted to add to my top tracks playlist and I've forgotten what it was. It was La Tristesa de Urera. And I'm going to mm. do that right now oh. on mic. So thanks for reminding me. You're welcome. I think you already had that one. It's, uh, um- do, you, do you have access to that playlist? No, I don't. I just um... I've made it private intentionally. But gold, <laughs> gold against the soul or gats? Yeah, gats, gats. Because yeah. we're we're cool and uh, and, we and you're absolutely right, Steve. They gats. missed an absolute trick by not calling the remaster "Gold Again the Soul." Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it was definitely. I, I think it's them trying to sound a lot more mature, isn't it? And some of it works, some of it doesn't. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. And like, it is the, more the anger sound. and like the the nihilism is still there, but yeah. it's not met by the music in the same way that it is in the Holy Bible. And it's it's got the big rock songs with some strings in places, and yeah, I think I mean, the form doesn't match the function for me. To lest sort of we sum forget, that up. life's becoming a landslide. Well, it? that's the thing is is the yeah, centerpiece yeah. of that yeah. album is insane. Like, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's another track that sort of sums up that that whole album. Again, like it's fun moments and some really great songwriting, and it's an improvement over Generation Terrorists for me, just because it's more cohesive and stuff. But um, stuff like Symphony of Tourette or uh, Drug Drug Druggy, awful, awful, uh, and and even even Roses in the Hospital for me, I'm not a big fan of. Um, But the singles. Like the other singles, they're like Life Becoming Landslide, From Despair to Where, La Tristessa. I know it's not a, sing- a single, but uh, Sleep Flower. Yeah. Just some absolute hot bangers on there. I do see what Steve means, though, but it's kind of forget. Like, I kind of put Generation Terrorist and Gold Against the Soul into that same, like, duo 
I think it gets it's... overshadowed, right? And then Generation Terrorist, yeah, I just think I just think of it more when I'm mumming yeah. about the, Manic Street Preachers it's, as I'm It's between asleep. this giant debut double album and the bleakness of the Holy Bible and being yeah. between that it's just sort of it's like a a little house beside two skyscrapers. Like in, I mean? like in um that Up. movie. It, thanks. Yeah. Movie Thank you. yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Gold Against the Soul is the house from the movie Up. <laughs> <laughs> and and this next album, much like the movie Up, is overrated. So you think Up Segway. is overrated? I think so I think Up's overrated. Do you know why? Right, here's the thing. Nothing's as Up. good as the first ten minutes. Is, yeah, yeah. That... The first yeah. ten minutes of Up is is beautiful, and then the rest of the film is like f- middling Pixar. Yeah. But people remember that first ten minutes, which is absolutely remarkable, and think like Up's a masterpiece. People always, I know they came out one after another, but it's Up and Wally are both like incredible. No, Wally is incredible. Wally is incredible. Up yeah. is fine, and the first ten minutes is like an amazing short film. I know you've been wanting to go on the record about Up uh, for a long time, so yeah, yeah. it's good I to mean, give we you also, the space well, and no, the opportunity. I here. also didn't want to go on to it this long because I did a really good segue and we then squandered it by talking about Up and not the Holy Bible. You say we. Yeah, 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 good. So you've re-listened to the Holy Bible? Twice. Oh, you listened to you listened Also, to the bit twice. where I said it's overrated was Macy just for the sake of having a segue. Yeah, and you love to be, uh, you know... Contrary? The 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 headline grabbing uh, fucking little jock. piece of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm the I'm the I'm the the Nicky Wire circa like 1994. Yeah, exactly. Lucas on writes, stage at Glastonbury saying we should bulldoze this shit or whatever he said. Lucas writes headlines for the Sun and the Mail. Please don't. That's what you do. No, no. There's there's things we can't joke about. Yeah, yeah. And potentially bleep those. Actually. And one of one of those is is Lucas's job writing headlines for yeah. the Sun and the Daily Mail. There's <laughs> jokes that are too far. All right, I'm pretty open when it comes to comedy, but that's what? disgusting. That's disgusting. Making, what are you making of the Holy Bible now, Lucas? I think I enjoy it more than I did. Mm. Not not up there, but I you, still you'd like. Struggle I, to enjoy it less. I think I enjoy. <laughs> I think that's definitely not true because Journal for Plague Lovers. Oh yeah, well that's true. Um, <laughs> I also bumped the Holy Bible up as point over the course of the podcast. Yeah, that is true. And yeah. I would be maybe inclined to bump it another one. Oh, interesting. To be absolutely honest, like I enjoy it more. Again, maybe familiarity and the mm. familiarity plays a bigger part, and maybe mm. there's almost a small nostalgia now. Like maybe knocking on a year is enough time that I feel a, <laughs> like a, a form of nostalgia to like a form of nostalgia towards where the podcast was at that right. point. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. remember we recorded in the same room. <laughs> you all came around my house. We recorded for like so many hours and it was really bleak and there was a really weird mood in the room <laughs> and it was just yeah. But well, also it- like I do just I just respect it. For what it is and it doesn't mean i would want yeah. to listen to it but it's definitely like that's noteworthy that's it, definitely it has a, a strange praise. allure to it it's a, a haunt- way. it's a haunted album it's like schindler's list that's how i can describe yeah. it and that's all like that's the only that's the closest i could get to it a haunted album is that it's because haunted- of the songs that sound spooky yeah <laughs> no um <laughs> yeah do you know what i mean though yeah definitely. i don't know Mm. The the weird allure I'm 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 sort of talking about is is the fact that it is like 
to me it just feels like a weird black hole in their career and in music in general it's just so so bleak uh and it, I, I think it's like it's one of two in a pair in a row here where the form perfectly meets the function and the subject matter is kind of punishing and so therefore the music is quite punishing as well and which is I, quite... I get something new out of it every time I listen to it you know mm. it, it, it's the product of a troubled mind but it's it's also an album the the, the, the interesting thing I, I find about it now is that it's it's an album whose context has changed as their career went on because a lot of people kind of regarded it as the last thing Richie had a big hand in writing and it was a little bit like his goodbye but actually uh, Journal for Plague Lovers is that yeah so fi- I, 15 years after the Holy Bible the context of the album changes which I think is quite interesting to me Journal for Plague Lovers doesn't have that because he didn't knowingly or actively have an involvement in it if you know what I mean I think he did because he, he presented it, yeah. those lyrics as a piece to the band but on the now i know jdb and sean are like the songwriting guys but i can't imagine Mm. on the holy bible he didn't like have an influence into the actual direction of the music i don't i don't know i mean he's not he wasn't a musical guy he must have had like thoughts and said like I like that. I don't like that. Change well, I'm, that. Yeah, probably. But also, I mean, I know I've I've had a, a you know I've said a lot of stuff at you. I'm I'm not expecting you to remember a hundred percent of it. But I think, you know, uh, during the Holy Bible sessions, he was, uh, kind of, um, not very well. You know, he he was sort of just sort of sitting in the studio and crying and drinking a lot. Yeah. It's a fun episode. <laughs> it was oh, a fun episode. Greatest yeah. hits. <laughs> um, the Holy Bible as well. Where does it sit in, like, you say, like, it's this huge black hole in their career and in music. Yeah. And you say that as a Mannix fan who's familiar with the Mannix. Where mm. does this album sit in, like, popular um, culture? Like, has it... That's a tricky Is it well one, known actually. as a big deal or is it... And obviously, within people who know of the Mannix and respect the Mannix, it undoubtedly is. But is it in the popular culture? I mean, it, I'd certainly never heard of any of this prior to this podcast. But I'm a plebman. It is not as sort of as big a cultural deal as, say, Everything Must Go. But I believe that both Everything Must Go and the Holy Bible appear in... Uh, you know that book, One Thousand and One Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. Yeah, I'm like most of the way through it now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the Holy Bible is in that. Um, whenever um, like publications do top one hundred albums of the nineties, the Holy Bible is usually in there in the top one hundred. I mean, probably that, not would, near the top, but I was say, it would surprise me not to be in the top one hundred. But then again, I apparently underestimate how many albums there are in the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there would have been, in the 90s, there would have been 100 albums released that month. Yeah. I imagine that people I just... know who know a lot about music and rock and roll history will know about the Holy Bible. But if you say to someone, oh, I do a podcast about the Mannix, and they go, oh, yeah, like I know that one song or something, they wouldn't have a clue about the Holy Bible. So the casual listener probably doesn't have a clue. 
It's very That's much just a, personally a, cult, a cult classic. Yeah, like ev- like the plebs have heard of definitely maybe. <laughs> yes, they have not heard of the Holy Bible. No, but they may well have heard of Everything Must Go as well, mm. which is sort of that interesting. Which is which is where they go next, Segway. which for me again is like where the form meets the function because it sounds like a band sort of breaking free from expectations and the album actually genuinely feels cathartic. And I think that this is the album that actually benefits most from the context, knowing that they were just about to potentially break up and have lost one of the most important members of the band and then to come back with everything must go um, just enhances that whole album for me. Lucas, I know that you reacted to this album very strongly the first the first time round. Well, yeah, because like even though Generation Terrorist and Gold Against the Soul, I was like reasonably positive about mm. middling. Like Everything Must Go was an album where I was like, well, this is just like a good like I'm enjoying this. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, well, this is this is more what I'm about. Like I'm enjoying listening to these songs, and I'll stick them on and have a lovely time. And it's much more like in line with the way that I listen to music, where I was just like, just sticking on some lovely songs and enjoying them. Great tunes. More digestible. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, cool. And also like, I can be, I was also excited to be positive on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had been positive before. Like you actually, like if you listen to the Generation Terrorists and Gold Against the Soul uh, episodes, there's a lot of stuff that you liked on there. It was just the Holy Bible that I think... Um, yeah, and you know just... your your appreciation for that has maybe grown over time. It's a difficult album, the Holy Bible. And also, but also, the Holy Bible episode was fourteen hours long. So. Yeah, it was. Yeah, fourteen and a half, I think. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Uh, Steve, everything must go. Yeah, it was like the. So, yeah, I was obviously aware of a few of the songs on it, and like it was their dive into the commercial, really, wasn't it? But like the context still makes it quite a sad album, mm. but it sounds so joyous. It's an odd one, um, but it was like I think I described it as like coming up for fresh air after like sort of swimming in sewage, um, and I mean that in a really nice way. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it did feel like a sort of breath of fresh air, didn't it? Don't you think? Yeah, it does. Even though, like I said earlier, like I was quite surprised by the similarities. Yeah, in in the music with the Holy Bible, like yeah, f- yeah. five of those songs have Richie lyrics on them. But like you said, it was um, like, is that how long between these albums? Like 18 months, less yeah. than 18 months, so I think. There was obviously going to be uh, that kind of thing. A crossover, yeah. But I, yeah. I was just surprised because I always see them as like two completely separate oh, sort of entities. They but, are like, but, I mean, well, they're so different. Like years apart. Well, they are, but like the, there are still some of those like Holy Bible sounding guitars on Everything Must Go. And the Richie lyrics are on Everything Must Go. And everything must go as a reaction to sort of the situation that Richie left. And When I think of that album, though, I just think of the title track, which is very not Richie and very intentionally not Richie because that's, that's the entire true. point of that song. Yeah, yeah. That's the entire point. That's the form and, meeting the function. Yeah, and that is that to me is so, like, that's mad that that's 18 months after, like, Four stone, seven pounds. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's also got a design for life on it, by yeah, the way. Uh, yeah. 
Which, which one's that? I don't one's think we've gone that, on the record. Is that one of those? Last of the Mohicans. Is that one of those songs where they use like a waltz timing? It is, yeah. Yeah, they do that like. They've only done it a couple of times. They do that. They do that. Design for Life's really good, guys. Design for Life is so good. Yeah, yeah. What what a like an in, an insane song to to have your sort of comeback with, but yeah, just just surprising to me that like it had so much in common with the Holy Bible and and this is my truth. Tell me yours doesn't like in any way, and I also forgot how experimental this is my truth was. So like, everything must go is such a pop album. It's such a pop rock album. Yeah. You know, with like the Motown influence and the strings, even though the strings are only actually on three of the tracks over this the other day. But they but made just... a big impact. <clears throat> yeah, they did. They did. And like the big choruses. And then This Is My Truth has a lot of that. And then it has a lot of sad, ambient, prog rock vibe kind there's of songs like, on like it. Electric sitar on it and stuff. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of keyboards. But it's all still reasonably relatively radio friendly like it's all still quite yeah it's got you stole the sun from my heart on it, which is still it's kind of still easy to digest. i wouldn't say much of it is like difficult to get into though even if it does go a bit more i'm not working different uh s-y-m-m all right the, you know th- those okay. are not yeah. getting played on the radio all right not every track but like <laughs> a good chunk like the thing i've always that i've been you know since this point when we were doing those episodes is that everything must go this is my truth period which i definitely put them as a little two same as generation terrorist and gold against the mm. soul is they could have just settled into that that yeah place yeah they could have and done. a lot of bands would have just settled into that and made the same album over and over again but it's 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 interesting that the next album wasn't that not to not to get ahead but this is if they were to have settled on a sound like this is when they would have done it right like yeah, they, yeah they suddenly, absolutely they're massive I mean, they can yeah. do a stadiums they they can do a stadiums they could do a stadiums <laughs> if they, they want they can do a stadiums <laughs> so they're well, this gonna... was them yeah like completely infiltrating the mainstream winning brit awards peak of their career number one single yeah i mean that's a pretty bringing in the millennium in a fucking stadium exactly that's a cushy place to stay yeah, but, so um, it's eternally interesting to me that the and a lot of bands just go, made the same. Nah, fuck it, actually. Yeah, like, and other bands of that same time frame would have and did and did. Well, yeah. Oasis. Yeah, exactly. Made the same album repeatedly. It, again, again, again and again. It's interesting again and again that and again, you um, which one worse than the last. It's interesting <laughs> how you do that. You do put them as a little pair because I do exactly the same. But I, for no yeah. real reason, I, I don't really because they don't sound alike. But like, because, other than the fact that it's it's like an uh, the albums have. To, like their biggest hits on it i guess or maybe because they're both blue like <laughs> what else it is no it's what else it is steve it's the it's the one for you one for me thing and both of them are a one for you i think to a point yeah well um, so you got like holy bible one for them two more popular mass communication albums and then they go back with know your enemy and so in that in that graph of up and yeah. down they that's both true. It's also that's got true like... to a degree, but this is my truth. Also, has it does have more experimentation on it than I think I remembered. Yeah, it's also got like two of my favorite 
Manix tracks that I'd never heard before we did this, which is um, Be Natural and Tsunami. Like, they're on mm. This Is My Truth. Be Natural is magnificent. Mm. Be Natural has grown on me a lot. Like, I know I rated it quite high at the time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. listening through the album again, I was like, Be Natural is something. Summon, but summon. You are, you, you are right. Like, there is some of the DNA of everything must go uh, in This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours. And do you know what there is no DNA from This Is My Truth in? Is it the album no, with Miss Your Own? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is like no sort of like, there, there is a definitive sort of watershed moment where they go, do you know what? Fuck this, actually. <laughs> and we're Fuck just going to do, off. yeah, we're going to just do whatever we want. Um, now, regardless of your sort of thoughts on that album, whether or not you like it, I like that decision. Oh yeah, I oh, like yeah. the intent behind it. You know, this is to the the point where they they did what Lucas is glad they did, and didn't just yeah exactly. into that. Yeah, even do... if I didn't rate the album highly, I'm st- it's still interesting from a being. Maybe if I was someone who at the time really liked those two albums, I wouldn't have been happy with. Yeah, but as a person who has had to do a podcast about them for the last year and want- <laughs> needed something to talk about, had I'm to. very glad they did that. <laughs> Someone who had to do a podcast, about it. like you had no choice in the matter. I, well, I'm hoping people have picked up on my subliminal messages throughout the episode saying "send help." <laughs> but, um, I'm, I mean, in Adam, you know, I'm in Adam's cupboard. You guys know that I love Know Your Enemy, yeah, and I love the way they adopted like the American art rock sort of thing as a stylistic influence. But then it sort of marries up with with stuff that I like anyway, like Sonic Youth and um, and Deerhoof. And stuff like that, and um, like all, all of the stuff that um, you know, the you know the Blur song, song two, like mm, all, yeah, yeah, they were made. Is that the one that goes? Yeehaw! Oh, yeah, yes, that's the one. Yeehaw! Yeah, yeah. Um, Imagine that was how the song went. So, so they wrote that song to make fun of American rock music in the late nineties. Oh, really? <laughs> and um, they proceeded to write their most famous song. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh. And and I and I, I love that stuff. Like I, I love all of that stuff. And so the Manics doing that stuff to me, with their sort of literacy and intelligence, but then also doing a Beach Boys song and an REM song and a disco song. Let's yeah. forget the disco song. <laughs> That's cool. Even if you don't like it, you've got to be like, I respect that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I I like going back through listening again, like. So music has really has a sort of a way of imprinting feelings on me. Like, and when I was listening to this at the time, really? I was like, yeah, "We haven't man. really talked about mm, that." Yeah, Wait, so I do. You like your feelings quite strongly. I like my feelings. Did you say what? Do you, you feel, feel strong... feeling? You really? You feel, yeah. feel I feel feelings, and I'm surprised by the surprises. Yeah, yeah. To feel the feelings, you have to feel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was going through like a bit of a bad period when I listened to this, so maybe that changed how I enjoyed the album. So listening back, like, really reminded me of what I was thinking at the time and stuff like that. So that, did you that's have a bit of a shit time listening to it again. Yeah, really. Like it kind of put me back in that. I didn't like th- feel, but it reminded me how I felt. So yeah, it. I, I probably gave it a bit of a bad rap at the time. I don't think it's changed my opinion on the album. But I always think that's always going to be attached to that album for me, which is interesting. 
isn't it? I don't mind telling you that I had a great time reading. <laughs> yeah, Academy. you were just like screaming and bouncing around. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's interesting that your vibe in for the recording of that episode was like a low. You were like a lower than the Holy Bible. Yeah, me. No, Steve. Oh yeah, Steve. Like was, yeah. Steve was. That was. Uh, I'm well, surprised. Steve, we Steve recorded. was having a rough time, and and well, it was after Why that episode. It was after that episode that we then said, "Look, if any of us ever feel that way again, we're just gonna." delay the recording just just record another time yeah i think know your enemy for me second only to plague lovers yeah is the most forgotten or forgettable in terms of when you started saying like it's got an rem song it's got i was like which one's that which one's that which one's that because in my head i'm like well that's the album that's got miss europa disco dancer yeah and ocean spray on it and, and fucking Wattsville Blues. Yeah, and now I've just gone on the Wikipedia page and I'm like, oh, and yeah. the year yeah, of yeah, purification. Yeah, yeah. I'm for me, and it's like reminding me, but like to think and of the album before. My Guernica. Yeah. And Dead Martyrs and Epicenter. Yeah, and, and the, the rest Convalescent. Of the and and Freedom years. of Speech Won't Feed My oh, Children. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that one's on there. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, I just done my top ten. You need to rejig, man, because Freedom of uh, Speech Won't Feed My Children uh, is on that fucking album. Uh, Guys, yeah, I'm, uh, not, I'm not going to lie. I, like, I think we've been through this. It frustrates me endlessly that you think the second half of that is boring rock songs. Because, oh my God, it's so not boring rock songs. Send Away the Tigers is boring rock songs. like, And the second half of Know Your Enemy sounds nothing like Send Away the Tigers. Look, mate. If you want to go back and re-record it, let's... Let's do Know Se- Your Enemy again. Season Please, humour me. Humour me. Season two, we re-listen to every album. <laughs> yeah, okay, we did. Let, <laughs> let's just get me back into the same mode I was in as well, just so we're kind yeah. of really kind of making yeah, sure yeah, that we yeah, get yeah. it. I'll just keep punching you in the face until you start crying. That's how I there feel, is... just by speaking to you. Good. <laughs> but yeah, looking at the track list, I'm like, there is some... It's the first half. It's, I mean, it's front-loaded. But huh. it's the it's the thing that, like, yeah, there is quite... There's like every album, when I've been doing my re-listens, I've been like, oh! shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah these songs because my my it, my what's the word like the songs i've listened to off of every album that have, we've now already covered mm. is basically like the few tracks off of each that i will put on my big playlist yeah which is like on a semi-regular rotation in my oh that's music nice. that's good to hear but the and then when I've listened back to This Is My Truth or, or whatever, Know Your Enemy, I'm like, oh shit, found that soul's all right. Because oh, that's not on the so playlist. Good. And so I then like, found I'm like, oh, maybe soul it's is good. So, good. so I'd be curious to know what, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to this later in the episode, but I'd be curious to know what my relationship with Manic songs is moving forward beyond mm. my top 20, let's say. Mm. I mean, also, yeah, um, the, 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 the critical and commercial reaction to Know Your Enemy more or less lines up with you guys rather than it does me, uh, I think. like It's because we're right and you're wrong. Yeah, maybe, maybe, mm. but I'm yeah. happy being wrong if it means I get to listen to Know Your Enemy loads. Also, um, The Masters Against the Classes was around that time. Oh, yeah, it was. It was before, and that's just such a fucking banger. Uh, but it meant that they then kind of like took stock and released a best of and released a B-Sides collection. And then came out with, honestly, like, if you look, if you take their career as a whole, maybe their weirdest album? If this is weird, then cover me in jelly. (laughs) 
<laughs> call and call me Jenny. Oh, I'll do that for you. Baby. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a. Covered in jelly. That's the weirdest thing I could think of was being covered in jelly and called a different name. He's, he's got like such little imagination that he had he had jelly yeah. and when forced to come up with a name, he had to go with Jenny. <laughs> Cover me in jelly. Call me Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think also, a, a negative album. review came from Q Magazine calling the album miserable and insipid. Yes. What, whatever fucking twat wrote, <laughs> wrote that review, I hope he's never reviewed an album since. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember... And um, I hope he's been harmed physically. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I remember Greg Haver, like, bringing up that that review. Um, yeah. So it's obviously burned into his, his brain as well. Um, and like we had to, I had to not tell Greg that I loved it because we hadn't talked about it yeah. yet. And you got to, to tell my... him though, didn't you? Yeah, that's like, okay. We, did... we had it. We had him back. I know, yeah. and I was so happy to, to get to. We're talking like... about life. Yeah, we're talking about life. Life blood's <laughs> really, really good. <laughs> but but probably like, can you see how it is? Maybe their weirdest album. Mm, I I know what you mean in terms of like. What do you mean at, like if you were listening as the albums came out? Yeah, but also one. like because it, it's it such a reaction, sticks, it sticks out to me as much as the Holy Bible, because like like Futurology is kind of a weird album, but there's very much a like there is a text there that is like the manic saying we're being obtuse, and Lifeblood isn't. Lifeblood is them being really earnest, but also making these very mature, sort of synthetic kind of rock songs do you know what i mean yeah yeah um this album is like like lucas said is it, it just reminds me of good podcast memories it is it's really <laughs> weird that, that in such a short amount of time i have such lovely nostalgia because the for this absolute album. joy of recording that episode where neither of us had really said anything about what we thought about the album and then we all found out we fucking loved it at the it same was time. the most universally agreed upon that we were all that an album was especially great. as and i was against aware... the critical consensus yeah especially that exactly it was considered great i expect i was very aware that the band had said they hated it, uh, that a lot of people didn't like it. So I liked it, and I was like, oh, am I wrong? And then, no, I'm not wrong. Yeah, exactly. Life we are blood. All right. <laughs> and that's great. And, and, and like, I have, uh, I said this on the episode, I've liked Lifeblood since it came out. I've always been a little bit of a, a, a lone voice in that, I think. Um, and, and it kind and of reignited his love for it online, didn't it? Like that was really exactly. lovely to see. The, like, the other thing about it was was the interaction from people, yeah, off the back of our episode and people talking about it, and it was great, yeah. But the, I tell you what, that run from the Holy Bible to Lifeblood is exactly ten years, and mental is absolutely unbeatable for me. Like so much range with. So much like rich context and things to dig into in that portion of their career. So much interesting stuff going on between 1994 and 2004, I think. And I mean, a lot of it is summed up in the songs of Lifeblood, which I think is what makes it quite a special album. I mean, the fact that that's 10 years is bananas. The, Isn't the it? difference. Yeah. And like, obviously, Manics aren't your favourite band. They're up there, but they're not your favourite band. That's but, true, yeah. But. I think you would probably even agree that take any 10 years of Radiohead and there's not as much variety 
if you Radiohead, take, if you take the known last as a band who years, are pretty, if you take the last ten years of Radiohead, there's only two albums in it. Okay, <laughs> do you, yeah. like do you know what I mean? Like to be that prolific as a band and be at the height of your career, and like yeah. I mean, you picked a, a, the wrong band there. Well, I was naming them because they're your favourite band, but that's a band who they're is not known my for being... Band, fuck but... off. <laughs> that is a band who is known for being, like, creative and trying different things and being weird. But yeah. I would say they haven't done the range that this 10 years represents. Um, like, I, wouldn't. Right, mm, I was going to say they I would do disagree. a disco song, but they probably would. They have done disco songs. There we go. Yeah. Um, like to to go. I'm going to disagree. To go from Pablo Honey to Amnesiac via the Benz, OK Computer, and Kid A is mental. But like, I don't know. I'm just the Holy Bible really skews that because it's Holy a Bible similar vibe. Ridiculous. I think. I think Lucas is trying to say whether it's musically different. I th- well, personally, I think just think that. Oh, then again, uh, then again, I'm not as I'm now not as familiar with Radiohead as I am with the Manic Street Preachers. <laughs> We've heard a lot of Manics, right? <laughs> yeah, which is mad because like I like Radiohead, but I'm not as familiar with them specific. Like, like I'm, I find it harder to place songs on albums. So I right. am speaking largely out of. Uh, What's the word? Fucking uh, ignorance. Ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> that was so ready for you to say that, Adam. He was like, right, he had the, the word queued up. Yeah. I'm not oh, going to yeah. get the wrong word. Um, so th- this is what I was talking about earlier, though. It's like the critical and commercial reaction to Lifeblood was poorer than Know Your Enemy, even. That's And it really scared them. And then looking at their career, they then spend the next 10 years just looking back basically yeah to kind of gloss over it and we will go a little bit more in depth send away the tigers is like a trying to return to the classic manic sound journal for plague lovers is looking back and collaborating with someone who went missing 10 years ago uh, 14 years ago at the time um and postcards from a young man is again that uh, like trying to recapture a manic sound and sell more records and, and that's in the in the span of 10 years so Lifeblood, like they don't do another sort of forward-looking album until Rewind the Film Futurology. So Lifeblood, yeah. like fucking terrified them. Which is weird. Like it's weird that they'd take their massive success that they've reached with Everything Must Go and This Is My Truth, mm-hmm. intentionally shit on it. <laughs> yeah. With No Your Enemy, but then get freaked out when the next album. They start to fall well, out of favour. Well, like, well, they you fucking shat on it. Maybe not with that <laughs> album, but they were willing to shit on it. I mean, they intentionally wanted to so shit on it, but what's, they what's still the... wanted success. And I think Lifeblood probably probably was too far for them to hear such negative reviews that actually they could might not be a band anymore. I don't understand why people are so I think Yeah, I think <laughs> both of them sort of... Uh, like Know Your Enemy and Lifeblood, that one-two punch sort of knocked them out a little bit. I would also the argue point they, where they did solo records. They, yeah, I guess they probably weren't trying to completely destroy them. Like they were like Lifeblood's intention, they probably thought we got a really good album here, and I mean they would have yeah, thought and, that. And they do. They're like they uh, did have a pretty uh, good uh, album uh, there. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, yeah. Contrary to popular belief, I quite like Lifeblood. Contrary to popular belief, I must have contrary to popular belief. But... I don't think you did. <laughs> Contrary to popular leaves. And what is the most popular leaf? Uh, oak tree. Probably the fucking... I was going to say oak, yeah. closely followed by maple. 
Probably the fucking weed leaf. Oh, Am I right? Fucking four twenty, bro. Blaze Blaze Anyway, yeah, they have a break and they really send away the tigers. And it's which is it's, fine. It's such a regression, though. Do you know what I mean? They spend ten years releasing interesting albums, and they release send away the tigers and yeah. Steve you're like I can see your energy you're like, like bobbing along but yeah. yeah it's a fun record but that's all it is for me well the, yeah the yeah. age Steve was when the album came out if their most recent album was Lifeblood Steve, loves Steve would Steve. not have <laughs> Steve would not have gotten into them if Lifeblood was the new release oh he would have done it was perfectly primed for like a 17 year old little wanker to get into <laughs> and in many ways i still am that 17 year old, <laughs> yeah. 17 year old little Steve, wanker just talk about send away the tigers oh it's such fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh didn't i have a lot of fun no like I, like it just really reminds me of nice times with you adam like send away the tigers for me like if i was if i was lucas oh my god god if i was lucas Sorry, I went into a horrible little... <laughs> um, the, and I heard it for the first time now, I'd probably be like, oh, it's wank. But because it, it's just totally... I have memories attached to it. So it's the context. It's your own emotional context. Absolutely. 100%. And, um, mm. and you know, Autumn Song's fucking great, Adam. Fight me. Oh, it's Autumn just Song is quite songs. great. It's now, one of their worst, worst that's songs. That's a song that has fallen in my estimation. Because it's crap. But I that's not think, to say I dislike it. I just it's think the Tigers is nice and tight. It and is lovely quite, and short. It's yeah. so lovely and short. Yeah. But it's just six minutes in it, wasn't it? It was really yeah, great. easy to do it's, the episode. Like, I listened to that album so many times. Because yeah, because it's yeah, so you good. It twice in an hour. Uh, literally, my, my drive to work, bash it on. Drive home from work, bash it on. Also, like, tigers are a cool animal. That's true. Mm. Tigers yeah. are yeah. a big cat. And I think of tigers. And I like cats. When I listen to it, and tigers are cool. You think of tigers when yeah. you listen to them. Very literal then. Would you, would, you say that you love, would you say that you love tigers? Would, yeah. Would, would, would you release an album <laughs> called J- Journal for Tiger Lovers? Bring back the tigers. Because you sent, because oh, you yeah. sent them away. away. What does that album title mean? We never talked about that. Yeah, we definitely yeah, we did. Forgot. Yeah. yeah we what did. is it? It's the, uh, the guy it, with his alcoholism sending away the tigers. Do you remember? Tony Hancock. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sending and away the tigers. Also the tigers the being bad thoughts. And also the lyrics refer to the Baghdad Zoo, where a lot of animals died because the workers couldn't feed them. Oh, so they haven't named the album after the first track on the album that was named Send Away the Tigers. No, they have. Well, I oh. don't understand what this is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Lucas wasn't asking about the name of the song. He was asking about the name of the album. Oh, the yeah. The album is called that because the song's called yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And that's all we needed to say. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, you know what? The next, yeah, the, these three here are all divisive albums amongst different little factions of the big mates. So, and, oh, by the big mates, you mean us? Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, you know, send away the tigers. Me and Lucas, not that fast. Steve, you absolutely love it. But I'm more on the side of Steve. I, I, I yeah, 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 enjoyed yeah. it. Although it's we like gave pleasant. it the same score, Lucas. Yeah, but yeah, our scoring different, yeah. system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then the next one, Lucas absolutely, not even not fussed, like actively dislikes. But you and me, Steve, all about that journal. 
mm. that is intended for the lovers of the plague. <laughs> <laughs> which is which should have been the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is more catchy and maybe I would have preferred the album. <laughs> I just do you know what? Like there's never been a project like it. And I doubt that there ever will again. Like to Apart collaborate from the Holy Bible. No, because to collaborate that closely with someone who is no longer present. Like that is it's such a special project. Yeah. And I oh, I actually do kind of take your point about some of it being a little bit standard rock songs, but for me, it's elevated a hundredfold by that context and the cathartic nature of it. It's another haunted album, but for different yeah, for reasons. Sure. Yeah. Like it just has an air of unease because you're aware that the words being spoken are that of a man who's not around anymore. Is... Yeah, exactly. And and I I genuinely think that context probably gave my score a couple of points. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because without it, me too. I'd still enjoy it because it's great, and the music's great, and the lyrics are great. Oh, James Dean Bradfield's guitar playing on that album is so good. Have we talked about how he's good at guitar and singing? I think I think we mentioned it. Also, have we talked mm. about the fact that we reckon he's probably quite hard and the fact that he's quite handsome? Yeah. I think uh, we have talked about those things. We should just okay. talk yeah. about... make sure we've covered it. That's should we talk about James? Let's just talk yeah. about James. He's a lovely... This album's Hi, so bananas. Oh, I like his little Welsh face. We've yeah. been so long digging into the Manics, and I'm so fucking familiar with it all and everything. And I'm looking through this track listing, and I, I genuinely cannot li- hear a single one of them in my head apart from peeled apples. And I'm pretty sure that's only because, and I'm pretty sure it's only because you played me a clip of it recently when we did the um, yeah, yeah, the, like the top what about, 10. Like, what about this, Lucas? What about this? Oh, mommy, what's a sex pistol? Oh, what about this? Mommy, what, yeah. What about yeah see, now you sing it, I can, I yeah. that rings a bell. About... Couldn't tell you which track name that is, though. <laughs> no. Yeah. But like, just looking at the tr- the, 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 the song titles, <laughs> yes? I'm like yeah? me and Stephen Hawking. Yeah. <laughs> you made it sound like ding 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 ding. There should be a, a country banjo Something version. From Deliverance. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, journal is so good. I so, I it's really so enjoyed good. listening it's back so to good. it. Bananas, how little impact it had. On oh, me. I didn't like, enjoy listening. Almost, to it. It's almost funny. Also, one of my favourite episodes because I got to talk to. I didn't just get to talk to Simon Price, who's been like a hero of mine for ages. I got to do a deep dive on an album that like he hasn't really talked about in depth before that's for so long that we had to make it a double episode. yeah that yes. was not planned as a double episode <laughs> we just talked for four hours about general for plague lovers that was really cool i really so enjoyed good. that talk with him you want to talk about positive podcast memories uh like our lovely our lovely lifeblood memories i just remember with that episode and it's not in any way a a, a diss to simon but I remember already I was like, I, I didn't like the album. So my excitement was obviously just naturally less high. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I was like really hungry when we recorded <laughs> that episode or, or tired or something. There was a reason a that I was like, shit, I, I was just like, I just, that that's like my lowest podcast memory in terms of like, I remember being so, when we finished recording, just being like, I'm so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd had a shit day at work or something. 
I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But uh, my personal context, 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 then meant that the album and the the some yeah, it yeah. feels it's it's tarred by that feeling, I guess. Yeah, when you listen yeah, to yeah. it back, it's your own. And and then and then like like think about these this sort of trilogy of, of albums in in the middle here. Um, we flip again. Where Lucas, you don't mind postcards from a young man, and I think that's more than that. I think it's quite positive. Steve, well, you gave it a five out of ten, so it's actually Again, bang average. That's a no, no, but that from yeah, a bang average by a normal person score. <laughs> are but you saying you're you? Uh, I don't think you, you are thought, in any way no, normal. No, no. If you thought of postcards, what I thought of postcards, you would have given it a six. Okay, or maybe a seven. Oh, so you 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 think it's well, no, because you don't think it's good. Because if you thought it was good, you'd have given it a good score, not an average score. You must think it's average. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> I Steve, don't want to talk about my scores anymore. Steve, you're not fussed about Pleasure Some Young Man, and I really dislike it. It's my least yeah, favorite. It's a bit um, wank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it is fine. I don't think it's, it's a bit wank. But, but it's like Send Away the Tigers is a bit wank. You just you're just nostalgic for it. Yeah. You're just nostalgic for that particular wank. Yeah. <laughs> What's your point? I had a nostalgic wank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had one when I was on a beach and it was the sunset. Yeah. And was, uh, yeah. It's oh going to get problematic. Yeah, I was just about to say. Awful. Steamy stew is coming back out of me again. Um, <laughs> the, I need to stop pushing that fucking character because no one wants it. Um, uh, that I don't. I don't think postcards is shit. Like I, I joke. I do. <laughs> I think Steve, it's got some two heads will turn out of you. They oh, might. That they is might. that is actually their worst song. I think two heads will turn out of you. I prefer "Engage with Your Shadow" to Hazelton Avenue. Oh, "Engage God. with Your Shadow" is a really good song. Yeah, it's really good. Postcards was that, was... that, that was from that album, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Mm. Mate, what a weird. <laughs> yeah, um, it was just. Um, I just felt a bit a bit sad at this point because I just felt it was a bit of a shame that they released an album that I wasn't particularly excited by or or even surprised by. I mean, we'll stop saying the word surprise. But I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, this. And then it was an album of that. Um, yeah. I, there's a lot of things I couldn't really pick off that just from memory now. There's a, what, something about Billy and Balconies. That's on there, So right? this is exactly how I feel about Play Clubbers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fine though. Maybe, that's okay maybe, to feel the same thing. Maybe <laughs> maybe one of the reasons I was extra positive about that as well was because it was coming off of Plague Lovers. Yeah, well, that, that's and so the I was context. excited that's, to know, enjoy wh- it again. I was excited where, to be like, fun manix! It was like your everything must go after Holy Bible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Where, where things land in their discography is definitely part of the context. Yeah. Um, rewind the film. Uh, after mm. sort of like their longest, not their longest, but after another little break. Um, the rewind the film futurology project, cool little project. Yeah, but like what, like a weird turn for them to take that late into their career as well. Well, yeah, cool. Late into their career, they could release ten albums next year. Yes, true. And I think they will. Yeah, I think they will as well. Lucas. Which is about half the amount of albums. albums that, yeah, that be released. Do. Uh, mm. do, do you do you want me to guess? Yeah, I reckon two, maybe three. Mm. You reckon? No... Based on just based on their age, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, that's the feeling I get. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there's no way of checking that or corroborating. We'll check back in about twenty years and see yeah, what's sure. what. <laughs> Rewind the film. It's like sad. It's nostalgic. It's me, the album. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> Apart from Show Me the Wonder, which is fun yeah. and lovely. So it's not you, the album. No. <laughs> <laughs> Still quite Guys, a nostalgic song, though. What a fucking song. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I st- yeah especially the music video. That is. Yeah, yeah. What was the video that, for that one? That's them in the Working Men's Club, like in the seventies. Oh, great video! Yeah, uh, I enjoyed like talking about something completely unrelated whilst we watched that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 one of the two, isn't it, in that project? And although I will always connect Rewind the Film and Futurology in my mind because I'm aware of the context, I just absolutely cannot see them as the same project. And I know that they're they have some similarities, I guess, which is really hard for me to say. Apparently, similarities <laughs> nailed it. Yes, <laughs> this is my favourite podcast memory. Just then, <laughs> um, they are d- drastically different in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the whole idea of them being two parts of a whole is is solely a idea that has been pushed on us by Adam <laughs> and it's the not, band. Well, yeah, they rang yeah, you but, up, and but we like, but we didn't have any of that from the band. We've only had it from you. Is what I mean. You haven't had anything from the band. You've had it all yeah, from uh, me. What are you talking about? <laughs> They've been phoning him late at night, just like, Lucas, but, but you're like, like not Nikki. But Nikki, what, are you, what do you want? You know, rewind the film. Yeah, yeah. Luke, Nikki, it's 3 a.m. You know, rewind the film. Well, we also recorded Futurology at the same time. I know. Nikki, leave Adam, me alone. Adam's pushing this on me, and now you're doing it, Nikki Wire from it's the Manic. He calls us so often in, like, in the middle of the night, but he hasn't come on our podcast. Yeah, it's yeah, weird, that it? is weird. The, yeah, um, weird. but no, I'm Nikki, kind of with Steve way. that like I don't really see them together because of how different they are. Yeah, for sure. Like I am aware, and I like I am aware that they are. That's almost that. more interesting, though, right? Is that they record yeah. it at the same time and sound wildly different? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they weren't they were, weren't trying to put out two albums that were similar. They were deliberately no. trying to do two very different albums. Hmm. And it's their first attempt at doing a football song. Oh what they did anthem yeah. for a lost cause. Oh, I uh, see. Yes, uh, very good. Um, greatest hits. I, 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 I like rewind the film. Rewind the film's got a nice sort of vibe to it. But but futurology, man. Oh, uh, I just did not know they had that in them. Like yeah, it's uh, been two thousand and fourteen. You know, twenty six years, twenty twenty four years into their career. Um, crazy. It's so good. Just to go back to rewind the film, rewind. Mm. To... It also maybe features my least favorite Manic song though, which is "Fall Any Roads." Yeah, is it really? Kate Le bon. that's, No, that's wrong, isn't it? Do you it? remember my tirade? Your tirade. Mm. There were songs I dis- there songs I disliked and nothing and boring, and that song like really shook you ma- up. Made me go <laughs> off on one. <laughs> Futurology, Futurology, though, man, has some great songs. No so band's bonkers album has any right to be that good and that fresh sounding. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm actually weird. quite angry at. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, you bastards. <laughs> I, but also, like, they because they've fallen in popularity, let's say, over the years. Yeah. they kind of have the privilege that they can do this now. I guess yeah, so, but they, they did kind it, of don't have to earlier. worry about keeping the radio, radio One crowd happy because they lost the Radio One crowd years ago. They've got their six music crowd. They can they can kind of they can kind of mess around a bit more. That's true, which is why Resistance is futile is so disappointing for me. Yeah, yeah. Have you also noticed that the second half of their career, we've literally just talked about the albums for less time. 
Yeah, I think that's also because we've listened to them more recently. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like yeah, we, I mean, Resi- we listened to Resistance Futile like three weeks ago, and I don't have that much more to say on it. My opinion hasn't changed from yeah, three weeks same. ago. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still it's, it's got that 2.0. like yeah, it, yeah, it kind of is, but with some slightly more interesting yeah. stuff thrown yeah. in, and it yeah. has that youthful sort of energy from Generation Terrorists in places, and you can hear it's the same band with like the same intentions. But they're pretty. They're pretty spread out across the album, and, it, and it sounds like every it sounds like every time they have that burst of energy, they need to have a little sit down, <laughs> and I, and then they do I, another boring song after. I I, yeah, I definitely I, hope their next album is they I, go. I was going to try say, something different again. I like the, the resistance is futile has made me fucking excited for the next Manix album because Wait, surely it's going to be. Don't do this again. Yeah, because I, it's got to be nuts, isn't it? I don't know. I, 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 or, I posted... or unfortunately, they just have uh, have reached a point in their career where they're just going to churn out. Well, I know you haven't heard it yet, Lucas, but me and Steve have. Like since Resistance is Futile has come out, there has been a James Dean Bradfield solo album, and I would say that is a weird album. That has got some very interesting stuff on it. Um, but, wh- but will that translate into manic? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I posted an interview on our Twitter the other day where I think they were talking about maybe doing like an electronic C86 album, um, which I think would be like a blend of Lifeblood, Futurology, and Nicky Wire's solo album. I like two of those things. So So that would maybe be an interesting blend. Um, All in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, If you had to sum up the band then and their career to someone who'd never heard them, how would you? shockingly diverse interesting like uh, uh, let's not use the word the you word the unexpected word that one yeah but like i just be like honestly throw out what you what you think of what you know of manic street peaches and honestly you'd be quite surprised actually yeah give them a little listen (laughs) they're kind of like secret genius right so yeah that makes sense they're secretly better than they come across yeah, like it's an absolute mad bit of rock and roll history that I would argue so many people do not know about. Yeah, I think they their impact know. will be a lot less than is deserved. Yeah. Mm. So I'd say they're surprising. They, do, they don't <laughs> get. They do, <laughs> They, they don't are subs- get the like the respect that I genuinely think that they deserve. Yeah, and that is they they deliberately a pun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're taking their peers, they are a million times more interesting than Oasis. Yeah, uh, yeah, musically yeah. speaking, but they don't have a pair of wankers at the front who like draw in headlines and attention. Well, they used to. Yeah, <laughs> they used to have Nicky and Richie. <laughs> 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 I think, and also, and also like... apologies to a dear friend of mine who will be listening to this episode who loves Oasis, loves Oasis and doesn't yeah. like the Manics. Uh, friend, just genuinely one of the most interesting rock bands to come out of the UK. I think. Whether that's because of like how they came about or what they went through or just the range of things that they've done. Yeah. I think that's how I'd sum them up. What I'd sum them up as quite good. Yeah. <laughs> well what 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 do you like about them? Big fucking anthems and strings. <laughs> <laughs> no, and yeah, but like it. if we're gonna talk about just the songs that I have largely responded to, I like those songs. Shocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you? What are you not so keen on? 
the edge lord stuff really though really because, yeah, like I suppose so, actually. It's interesting to you me. You don't but... rate, like, Generation Terrorists, Holy Bible, General Pegobs that high, do you? Like, the edge lords sort of stuff. Low. Yeah, I don't... Like, I find it... Like I said, I've said a million times. I find it interesting to talk about, but I don't respond to that type of thing. I mean, Steve has said many times that I don't like it when people like things and have fun or yeah. something. <laughs> but maybe, I'm, maybe I can't get over myself... <laughs> To enjoy it, if finally. You know I mean. But at the same time, I like some fucking type. I like some music that does not take itself seriously, and you have to have a massive tongue in your cheek listening to. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, I actually, I actually do think that the Maddox take themselves very seriously. Yeah, um, maybe yeah. it's that. Maybe it's because yeah. they take themselves seriously that I find it harder to get on board with that side of it. Whereas not taking yourself too seriously i you can always get away with more with yeah me, i from, think for so. me at least i think that like even the disco song mr Opa disco dancer should be like a big wink and a, and a nudge but actually then it's also about the death of disco and like they've tried to like intellectualize their disco song so i think they do yeah they're very earnest and they take themselves very seriously yeah yeah i think i think when the manics the manics have a tendency of when they get it wrong in my IMO, mm. they can be a bit dull or flat or like flat out bad. Personally, like examples, are basically a lot of postcards. I think, but like what I absolutely love about them is how like they've snuck in so many literary references, so much art, politics into their music and into the charts. Yeah. Um, they 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 weren't. I keep like as if they broken up. They're still going. But they aren't afraid to to try things um and sometimes it doesn't work but they're just like fuck it we wanted to do that um and you've got to respect them for that like yeah i i completely agree like i i completely like i really respect some of the decisions across their career e- even if i don't love everything that they've done i can at least sort of respect that they've followed yeah. through on what they wanted to do Hundred percent. Like, even if I didn't respond to it in an album that spans in a career that spans thirteen albums, I am absolutely fine that one of them is Journal for Plague Lovers. Yeah, yeah. If that was one of their five albums, I'd be a bit sad. Like, (laughs) because it's like I'd be like, oh, that's a fifth of their. But like, when they've got so much output, there's one that I don't like. Fine, but they went for something different. Good on them. Fair dues because they could have done everything must go again and again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah, and then faded away. Well, I mean, they. Ha- it's. I it's mean, weird. Like- it's weird that they're not. This the 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 fame or s- size of Manix is interesting to me, and I want. To, I'd be curious to know why they're not as big as some of their peers. I honestly think they are too weird, because yeah. because you actually can't pinpoint, like. Like, if you said, like, what genre are Manic Street Preachers, you'd go, well, they're rock music. And you go, well, what kind of rock music? And then you'd have to go, well, it depends on the year. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, when are you talking, what era of Manic Street Preachers are you talking about? And I yeah. guess I guess the success of Everything Must Go, This Is My Truth, and the sort of resurgence that came for a while with Tigers mm. kind of goes to show that if they had just kept doing that, they probably would be have been massive and continued to be massive. Yeah. Yeah. And be seen now maybe in like a Coldplay 
type of place. Maybe, maybe not, not as quite big that big. As Coldplay. Not I Coldplay. I'm trying to think of one it's... a bit more of that. Maybe Oasis then at the time back then. Maybe yeah. But I think, but you know, like one of the things that I'm not so keen on about them is is, is like the proclivity to sort of return to that bass that. sound or like the familiar sound in an attempt to sell more records. And I like it much more when they are following their creative instinct rather than the commercial, like they're chasing a commercial goal. Do you know what I mean? But I think even if you don't love everything that they've done, they are like an undeniably great singles band, I think. Like yeah, the the singles they put out are, are all pretty intensely great. Um, but there's just so much going on underneath the surface which just isn't present in a lot of rock music. Like if you think about like classic rock songs that are all about like excess and rock and roll, like a lot of rock and roll songs are about how rock and roll the band are. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or even like in the indie rock revival, right? So like, which was, what were we talking about? 2005, 2006 which was like spearheaded by Arctic Monkeys. So like, I bet you look good on the dance floor. It's just about that. Yeah. It's about someone who looks good on the dance floor. Yeah. And that's what it's about. And that's it. Someone and that's put, fine because I bit, think that song is great. It's a bit more than that. They're putting money on the fact that they think that the song is good on the dance floor. <laughs> I think yeah, they are great. willing to put sterling, <laughs> yeah, cold hard yeah. sterling behind that fact. And that's fine. And I think that that is a really great song. It should have been called "I Bet but, You a Tenor." You look good on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. The, the, yeah. the fact that the Manics are taking the form of rock and roll and then shoving in all of this stuff that elevates it makes yeah. them quite a special sort of proposition and they did infiltrate like you were saying steve number one single about standing up to fascism inspired by the fighters of the spanish civil war called if you tolerate this your children will be next that beat one of the biggest pop acts at the time steps to the number one spot that won't happen again yeah and, and then it's after like that, and it's like a big pointy shouty chanty exactly anthem and then after that to deliberately blow up their own career. I fucking yeah. love that because I really like artists that confront. And so like when David Bowie killed Ziggy Stardust or when yeah. Dylan when Dylan went electric. I and I think that. I think the Manics have that spirit, but they're also such an underdog and exist solely in like that cult sort of world. Yeah. That that, that makes them almost a bit cooler because they're like i don't know they're just fucking cool but like above all they have been like a constant in my life they've released some of my favorite songs ever recorded they have consistently challenged me whether that's in like literary references or just you know i've become fan of fans of a fan of other bands because of the manics like referencing them or being influenced by them like even recently listening to futurology i've just got into simple minds um and they've comforted me as well because they have that command of the pop song and so yeah this has reignited like my love for the band I so think, the answer to the question i think they're really good <laughs> the answer to the question do you love us us being the band the manic street preachers and not us the hosts of yeah. this podcast for you is yes yes dearly but uh, spoiler alert 
it was yes at the beginning of the podcast as well. <laughs> but it fell off a little bit. In it the did middle, fell off. It, it did fall off. off. Yeah. No, yes at uh, the beginning of the Holy Bible. Very good. Would you consider yourself a fan of the band? Yeah. Absolutely. I definitely yeah, have a see, thing I of... mean, looking at your ratings, you've yeah. rated 10 of their albums as like above average. Not even average, yeah. just like six out of ten or better so I, yeah i definitely have that thing that lucas is saying is like if i'm exposed to something enough i'll end up liking it to a degree um, right so the way we've listened to is obviously going to have elevated that a bit but i probably now know far more of what many big manix fans probably know about the band because we've just we've bombarded ourselves with every single bit of information we could about them sorry you have it with us um and i again i i don't know that about any other band so therefore of yeah, course if, they're going to be are, like if you are a fan of the monastery preachers steve you there is no way that you would be regarded as a casual fan now yeah i know what you mean but there would have been a lot of things that people would probably have learned from this podcast even though they would have considered themselves the biggest manics fan in the world do you I not agree so that well yeah nice. you'd like to hate you'd like to think so that yeah. would be nice but um i know every song of theirs now <laughs> like my, minus no, a few B sides. No, you yeah, don't. Yeah, there's, there's about, there's about yeah. eighty yeah. B sides you haven't covered yet. <laughs> I'll send um, you a playlist. <laughs> thanks, man. Um, but I can't. I can't wait to get to see them live now. Like I, I know I have already, but I, I would, I would, I really would be gutted if I can't make that NHS gig. Um, but we'll see them at some point, and like we'll see them. I'll, yeah. I'll go regularly when they tour now. Oh yeah, of just, course I it, will. It's just gonna be you and me every Manix tour now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Because, Lucas, I'm assuming that you wouldn't necessarily call yourself a fan of the band. I think I probably would. Oh. Because there's bands that I would... Mm, okay, fan... Just I don't know. really quickly on the stats, Lucas. Suff- <laughs> um, you've only rated four of their albums as above average. And but- two of those are only just. <laughs> but They are six okay. out of tens, you know? But I... The greatest thing he's ever heard. It really depends on what you, what how you define fan. Because I would, same as Steve, I am bang up for going to see them. Excellent. And because I will have a lovely hits. And I will have a lovely bloody time. Yeah. And like, and I'm like, do- dozens of manic songs will now be in my rotation. Oh, that's nice. Like I'll add more. Like that playlist could probably do with adding a bit more to it. Realistically, now. Now that I'm done with the homework, I'll probably, you know, I would say there's, you know, some some albums, many songs, some albums, a couple that are like in my rotation now, which surely means I must be at least a casual fan yeah, of the well, band. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think you're a casual fan. So, like, I think we would but all... with the knowledge def- and intimacy <laughs> of, of the, of a of mega the top, fan. according yeah. to Spotify, the top 0.005% of listeners... <laughs> And I guarantee that you listen to every Manix album that comes out subsequently now. Hell, at I mean, least how once. could I not? Plus, yeah. we'll end up recording an episode and yeah, that's true. releasing yeah, yeah, it to yeah. three people that go, I remember that podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, yeah, I suppose all of us would go to a greatest hit set. And if they were on at a festival, we would strongly consider going to see them over. But if they else, you know? if they clashed with someone that I was like super into, yeah, exactly. That'd Whereas be a bit with a different me decision. and Steve might be there with bells on, regardless of literally. Like, you know, we we were maybe faced with the opportunity. Uh, like I know they were playing Glastonbury this year. We were considering like, okay, well, what, do we go see the Manics or do we go see Paul McCartney? 
Yeah. Like, and it was yeah. it was genuinely a bit of a struggle in yep. terms of the honestly. Matches. If you'd landed on Mannix there, I I don't think you would have. I think you would have landed on Paul McCartney. Surely. Whereabouts do you think know. we would have landed on him? His um, shin. Would, <laughs> hopefully nowhere, because it would probably kill him. Right in the balls. <laughs> right in well, Paul actually, McCartney actually, from ca- the Beatles' the bollocks. Is, can a clone? Can a clone be killed? Hmm. He, Paul is already dead. That's very true. Interesting. Actually. Can a clone be killed by natural means? This mm. is a lot of knowledge on a band that we don't know exists. <laughs> Just oh yeah, what a point. That oh out. yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, yeah. hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Everyone who? stop. Everyone stop. Who? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know that film yesterday? Oh god, we wrote, we, pi- we pitched that before it was really a film. It's such bollocks. I've not seen it. Doesn't that film I'm, have? I'm willing in now it? to acknowledge on the final episode of this that I. I'm aware of the Beatles. I've heard. Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah, oh my god! Oh my god! And actually, I fucking really, really love. I like the Beatles as well. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Beatles are really good. Do we like the Beatles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, The Beatles are good. Which means we're breaking. We're breaking one of Manic Street Preachers' rules. (laughs) Yeah, never like the Beatles, and we've all got girlfriends. So there you go. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, So okay, but Lucas, if they for some reason wanted to tour the Holy Bible in full, would you go? I'd consider it. Okay, Steve, you and I would definitely. Like, you two would go. Yeah, I would almost yeah. go for the for the like more for the like the fun the of going with you yeah. guys and <laughs> like yeah, Lucas. I'd kind of go for the band. Lucas, Lucas, would you wear a sailor suit? No, because that's one of his worst. Uh, the sailor suit is a poor one. I'd wear one of the other suits, uh, not the sailor suit. That was terrible. Uh, um, and also depend on like where. Like I, I probably wouldn't travel to like North Wales to go and see a Holy Bible tour. What about if South it was in Wales? like Brighton? I'd right, probably yeah, I'd yeah. probably go because I know I could. I know I could like drive there, stay at yours, and see it. We'll just go to the Southampton gig. They inevitably play the Guildhall. Yeah, oh, no, but I'd want to be able to hear the songs. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, Actually, maybe so, I wouldn't uh, if it was the Holy Bible. <laughs> I'm I'm a big fan of them. Whoa! Uh, you did say that at the very the very first thing you said. Actually, I think even on the there trailer. There you go. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of them. Do you think uh, you'll okay, listen to yeah. them more now? <laughs> Do you think now that you've like reinvigorated it, do you think they'll go back onto your you know what? I rotation might have, more? I might have a bit of a break. <laughs> I'll tell you what I've enjoyed re-listening to the albums again, though, is not thinking about them critically and writing stuff. It's just yeah. enjoying Just it. enjoying them. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I've really liked over the past couple of weeks? Different List- music. Yeah, listening to the rest of the good music that came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also you fucking enjoyed- heard that Baxter Drury album. It's so fucking good. There's only been about enjoyed- four albums this year, though. <laughs> I enjoyed listening Call back. to Call back. other bands. Call back. Call back. Th- not to say I wasn't listening Call to back. it. Not to say I wasn't listening to other music Call throughout back. this year. But to be able to listen to other music without a shred of guilt has been lovely. Oh, yeah, that must have been very nice. Not being like, oh, fuck, I should really be doing that. Guys, those are our final thoughts on the Manic Street Preachers. Final thoughts? That's kind of mad. Okay, well, it wouldn't... um, It would feel wrong to end this without having excessively listed and assigned numbers to things <laughs> as as we like to do um so let's fucking do it let's um let's do we've got some stuff to do we're gonna do some album rankings we're gonna uh, then work out what like the group ranking of the albums are we're gonna look at our, our individual top 10 songs we're then gonna kind of create a group sort of playlist out of that of our like our, our combined top 20 Manic Street Preachers songs, the official Do You Love Us best Manic Street Preachers songs. Um, 
Let's do album rankings. Who would like to start? I'll do it. Okay, Kate. Let's go from 13 to 1. Did you just call me Kate? You say, okay, said, Kate. I said, okay, K. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure why. <laughs> okay, it's fine. <laughs> sort of stumbled over my words. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just thought I'd pick you up on it and make you feel really bad. Good, thanks. <laughs> mm, we're starting from least favourite. Least favourite, least favourite, Maybe, Maybe favorite. if you're so inclined alongside your the album, give it its final final locked in rank yeah score i guess score yeah we we like to do that okay yeah yeah at number 13 13 13 13. uh postcards from a young man and that is unsurprising yeah uh four (laughs) out of ten is what i gave it um the lowest we're gonna go is is a four which is slightly below average which cool yeah like i'm not going to change any of my scores uh all right then uh, so pathetic that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, number twelve is uh, there was two fives, um, and I decided that I'm going to go with "Know Your Enemy" for number twelve. Um, Boo. <laughs> uh, probably Boo. because of the personal context. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, I just didn't rate it as much. Boo. What's the opposite of a boo? Oob. A yay? Oob. 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 Number 11 is Resistance is Futile, which I also okay, gave so it also five. a five. Okay, cool. But I kind of responded it to it a bit more. Uh, it had some cool time signatures and stuff on that, didn't it? Oh, in the um, second half, Steve, you and I, we're going to have a little chat when, after this podcast because <laughs> I'm going to get you to know your enemy pretty heavily. Yeah, and I'll probably just go, I'll probably end up liking it because I want your approval so hard. Yeah, yeah. And he'll yeah, give it a 9 right. out of 10. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm banking And on. he'll no. beg you to make sure that Simon Price is made aware of that 9 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, if Simon Price thought I was cool, I'd be made up. It's never going to yeah, happen. wouldn't that be great? But, you know, great? it's a nice idea. Uh, number 10. Uh, again, there was two. I had two sixes, and I really struggled with these two, which way around to put them. But at number ten, I'm putting Generation Terrorists. The best okay, thing I've ever okay. heard. Six out of ten. End bit. Good, um, good, 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 yeah, good, yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah, I'm yeah, assuming yeah. makes Gold Against the Soul. Gold Against one? the Soul is number nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I just think it's got it, it's shorter. <laughs> yeah, it's got the slight it, edge it's, on it's, Yeah, it's digestible and it's got, you know, largely stressed on it, which is amazing. Mm. Uh, number eight, Rewind the Film, which I gave seven. Oh. Um, so we're getting made. into, like, good albums here. Albums yeah. you think are just flat-out good albums. Yeah. In fact, I, I like the I next this. album I name, I'm gonna, I, I will say I prefer to this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and um, at number seven it is everything must go, which I also gave a seven. That is right, like surprisingly low. I think. Yeah, it's weird. It's in the middle, isn't it? Yeah, that everything must really go weird. is in the middle of this list. Yeah. Um, but again, wasn't sure between these two albums where to put it. Um, but number six is this is my truth. Tell me yours, which was also a seven. What kind of boosts This Is My Truth Above Everything Must Go for this, you? This My Truth had has, like you said, a bit more of the experimental side to it. Um, it was the one that I didn't really get on with much. So I've got like that kind of memory attached to it. Where And then I went right. for that lovely walk um, in the summer during lockdown and 
just listened to this a good couple of times while like I was in the woods and the sun was coming through the trees. So I've got that personal context behind it. Oh yeah, um, and that sounds like a nice walk. It was really nice. So Steve, it was yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, there's tracks on the second half of the album that I I absolutely love. Cool, Um, that's awesome. Number five, the Holy Bible, which I gave an eight out of ten. Disgustingly low. That's also known as tip. Tub. Tub. <laughs> not tbh which i keep writing the bone yeah Bible. i can do that yeah um number four is lucas's album lifeblood okay right yeah okay, cool. yeah it's fine <laughs> sorry i thought you were talking about absolution yeah uh which was an eight um <laughs> and the reason way I... into a manic <laughs> yeah <laughs> no lucas's solo album um there's, a, there's yeah, an artist on spotify lucas way and is this he's got there a song is. about cats on his bed <laughs> yeah anyway. are you sure it's not me it might be <laughs> no, we, don't don't, we don't know it's not you're putting on a very strong american accent if it is you yeah well um, <laughs> <laughs> that was just noise yeehaw um, so I've put Life Blood above Holy Bible because I just think because it's a much nicer Cause, experience. Because it's love. Because right, it's, okay, it's lovely. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Lovely. Again, struggle with the next two. Where to put them? Um, that was also an eight out of ten, by the way, because the next two are nines. But three, I'm going with Send Away the Tigers, which was a nine <gasps> out of ten. Oh, that means that Journal for Plague Lovers is above it. It's number two, Journal for Plague Lovers. Oh, I love that. It is a better album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I is. feel very differently about these two albums. They're both nines, but for drastically different reasons. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. One Steve. is very fun and disposable, and yeah. one is very, um, very earnest and yeah. worthy. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, Steve, interesting. Go on, Lucas. Memories. Think of the memories, Steve. Oh, Steve. Oh. Think of the memories. Think of the memories associated with Send Away the Tigers. Isn't um, think of the memories just remembering. Yeah. Think of. Think of. I'm, I'm think specifically of thinking about thinking about. Thinking stuff. of. Think of the summers <laughs> in the car with Adam driving. Forgotten summers and lost Forgotten love. Forgotten summers and lost kisses. I'm just trying to force you to bump it up, to bump <laughs> it up a score. <laughs> and at number one is Futurology, which I gave a ten out of cool. ten, which is correct. Yes, uh, Futurology, cool. man, so good. That's my top. So third. good. That's my. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's your my album ranking. ranking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Done. I like it. I like it a lot. Lucas, why don't why don't you go next? What? At number thirteen, in mm. a shocking, shocking <laughs> turn of events, <laughs> is Journal for Plague Lovers with a two mm. for turning on the mics and showing up and recording <laughs> songs that are in tune. Awfully generous. But <laughs> I, I mean, I said on my previous episode, but you didn't let me that I would gladly give this an NA for yeah, having no, come on, we're not for having, having no effect on me and for just not even absorbing into my memory. Like my brain decided this wasn't, this didn't warrant storing into either short or long term memory. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, at number twelve uh, is resistance is futile. Wow. Okay. That's With very low. Yeah, still the yeah, three. Yeah, because it's just it was it was just not that great. Just didn't really register much from it. Didn't get much from it. Disappointing end to this saga. Fair. Uh, uh, then we've got Know Your Enemy with a four. With a little asterisk next to it. An asterisk. That, <gasps> with a little asterisk next to it. That Miss Disco Dancer is on that album. Okay, right. and you and feel bad, and I feel. 
Boo. So bad for my for my baby. Boo. Well, we'll get into Look how you've massacred after. your boy. <laughs> uh, number ten, <clears throat> also with a four, is Generation Terrorists. Okay, yeah. Followed closely, also with a four, by Gold Against the Soul. Oh, so that's gone down. Interesting. That was always a four. No, no, it's a five. Well, then I've then I'm moving it down to a below average. Absolutely fine. Because of the f- because of the albums that will follow. Fair. I'm going to bump the Holy Bible to a five. That is absolutely insane. Uh, well, it's not that insane. I mean, you're saying it's bang <laughs> average, but <laughs> it's clawed its way from a three to a five. Clawed its way from a two at one point. I'm pretty uh, sure that was the old scoring system. We weren't. Oh, uh, sure. It. Okay, yeah. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to crack that one up for the res- not again, I'm, I'm, not because of the enjoyment factor, mm. but because of the growing respect for that as a cool as, yeah. as a project. Oh, well, that's that's awfully nice of you, Lucas. <laughs> I know, right? I <laughs> they can I sleep I'd, easy now. I thought I'd give them. I thought I'd give you know, give them one from me. That yeah. sounds awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number seven, also with a five. Rewind the film. Okay, okay. Just not massively fussed either way about that album. No, I mean, that got a five at the time. Yeah, sure, uh, that's fine. I just thought it was fine. It was bang average. Just bang average. Cool. Again, f- to clarify from for those new listeners listening to our, to our, to our last episode. to our episode called Final Thoughts. I am, I am known for, I am known for re- going on the slightly lower side. Yeah, you like to be uh, admirably cautious. Is that um, what I but would? also, but, but also, we've had this whole thing where I've basically said I can't reconcile giving any of these albums below uh, anything above a seven because some of my favorite albums I would give an eight, and I can't reconcile giving an album one of these albums That's the fine. same score as one of my favorite albums. Do you know why I'm laughing? Do you know why I'm laughing so much, Adam? Uh, why? Because because I imagine someone called Admiral B cautious <laughs> instead of Admiral, B. and that's I'm genuinely crying. Uh, Admiral, B. Cautious. Admiral B cautious. Admiral B cautious. Mute your mic, you fucking. Twat. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Uh, what did I just do? Rewind the film with a five. Yes. Yeah. We then have at number six. Send away the tigers. Okay. Also with a five. Oh, so that's gone up as well. Stronger five. Is that a, guys? That, did I give that a, you a, gave four? It a four? Yeah. Okay. Stronger five. A stronger than, five. Wow. It's a stronger five than a Holy wow. Bible five. Uh, we've then at number five got postcards from a young man mm. with a similarly strong five. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Number four, futurology. With that, a, that's so high. I love. I love a, that. With a six. Futurology. Such a cool album, love that album. And I'm actually on the fence between Futurology and the next one, but I think let's stick with my gut. Okay, which okay. Is, which is this is my truth. Tell me yours at number three. Lovely. Yeah, also, I mean, yeah, your 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 top three are going to be uh, unsurprising. Yeah, un- unsurprising. Yeah, well, but with a, this is a know. this has got a think, yeah. strong six. This is a very strong six. But the only reason I'm not giving it a seven is because I feel like Everything Must Go deserves a a, a mark higher. Okay, 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 okay. So number two, Everything Must Go, with a seven. Yeah, Mm -hmm. beautiful, beautiful. Which leaves at number one, with an eight out of (gasps) ten, Lifeblood. Interesting. Because it deserves, it deserves to be in a league of its own in terms of manic Interesting, interesting. That does something, that all does something quite interesting to... 
your the, uh, album the, the rankings? Group, the group rankings. Yeah, well. Um, good, good thing you didn't ask in advance for my final thought scores, so you have to do it <laughs> on mic. Yeah, I'm doing it now. <laughs> I did say I did say there was some relitigation to be done. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Okay, cool. I, lo- I love that ranking. That's great. Uh, that's so cool to see um, Futurology like, up that, that sort of high and in high esteem and also nice to see the holy bible sort of moving up a little bit there okay i'm gonna do mine. my respect <laughs> begrudgingly earn your respect um okay so for me at number 13 with a score of two no surprises here um postcards from a young man mm. uh just think it's absolute chump material um, <laughs> it's my number five <laughs> Uh, at number at number 12 this one genuinely surprised me right i thought this was going to be very high on the ranking when we started this um series a year ago number 12 send away the tigers yeah uh, i gave four number 11 resistance is futile number five mm. so the bottom three are all of those like later career hearkening back to early career sound albums which is quite yeah. interesting obviously i don't like it when they do that now um, you gave you gave tigers a five on the tigers episode uh, and then i demoted it to a four a couple of episodes later fair dues. uh generation terrorists is in at number 10 with a five out of 10 i just think there's so much on that album you know it just really just that drags the rest of it down um, um 13 11 and 10 have been the same so far interesting hmm. uh uh, also, our number nine, I think, because our number nine, my number nine is Gold Against the Soul. Yeah, which I gave six out of ten. Um, just above that, and again, like Lucas was saying, like you know, this isn't like a bang six. This is like a strong six. Number eight, rewind the film with a really strong six. I'm so close to being a seven out of ten on that. Just falls slightly short for me. Uh, number seven. This is much lower down than I thought it was going to be. This is my truth. Tell me yours. Um. Yeah, I, I I love it. I, I love the album. It's just there's obviously albums above it, which I love even more. That is how rankings work, isn't it? It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I love seven it, but out of ten. There are albums that you love more. <laughs> seven out of ten at number seven. But this is my truth. Tell me yours. Number six, Journal for Plague Lovers, which mm-hmm. I gave an eight out of ten. Originally gave it a nine, and I I re-listened to it after the episode, and I thought, Do you know what? There's an there's enough sort of like trad sort of stuff on here that, that I kind of have to demote it a little bit um, number five Lifeblood with an 8 out of 10 that hasn't changed for me okay it all gets a little bit shuffly at the top so four Know Your Enemy number nine the only score with a, with a 9 out of 10 there number three Futurology with a perfect 10 uh, two Everything Must Go with a 10 out of 10 and then the the, the the pure 10 out of 10 <laughs> the natural 10 of, of the holy bible uh, um <laughs> at the top of my album ranking lists um do you want to hear like the group ranking yeah oh, yeah i will say so, so what, many of those were the same for us adam yeah 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 and yeah. Then there we was have just a couple tastes. that really swapped around yeah we have some on, you're going to give us the makes me uncomfortable so um, this so this group ranking is this like this is basically the average scores that each album has received because of our I've added all scores. the scores together done it out of 30 and then I've it, we've got a percentage that I've divided by 10 okay so I'll give you okay. both. What, what does that what does doesn't that matter mean? doesn't matter no, well matter. it just means instead of saying oh something got 53% I'm saying it's got a 5.3 let it wash over you just let it happen Lucas yeah 
I don't understand that. Let words. it happen. Just let it happen. So I, what I've done... A-star mass. I've <laughs> added our scores together. Yep. So which all, which a maximum of 30. Yep. And then I've taken that score and worked out what the percentage is. What happens if two? What happens if two albums get the same? If two albums get the same score, yeah, I have put whichever one got the highest yep. individual rating above yep. it. Yeah. So if yep. so, it come it did come into play when Know Your Enemy and Rewind the Film had exactly the same scores, and Know Your ah. Enemy went higher because I gave it a nine out of ten. Okay, shall we do it? Basically, like so being someone's favorite gives it a, a little boost. Yeah. Yes. However, there is now. Thanks to Lucas's little reshuffle that we just did, there is now um, a, a joint uh, a joint thing because we gave it exact like we have exactly the same spread oh, of God. scores on it. Okay, um, let's do it. Let's but do that's it. fine. So thirteen with eleven out of thirty or a three point seven average score is postcards from a young man. Mm-hmm. Oh, Luke's <laughs> unhappy with that. I'm realising now that my naturally low scoring is going to work against me. It really <laughs> will, yeah. Uh, number 12 with 13 out of 30, which is a 4.3 as resistance is futile. Um, bang average here. We all, like pretty much like all agree it's bang average. <laughs> 15 out of 30, which is 5, is generation terrorists. Number 10 is Gold Against the Soul with a 16 out of 30 or a 5.3. Number nine. So the next three albums all have six out of 10 uh, average score or 18 out of 30. Um, Number nine is Rewind the Film. We skip number eight because there's two number sevens now, (laughs) which is Know Your Enemy and Send Away the Tigers. Both in at number seven with six out of ten because the score spread is identical yes so um i gave know your enemy nine out of ten which would have uh um would usually boost it but steve gave send away the tigers nine out of ten uh lucas you gave send away the tigers five and i gave it four steve gave know your enemy five and lucas you gave it four so it's <laughs> oh, all, go. Yeah. all evens <laughs> well but hang on but now but now if we want to really make that we want to find the next thing we can use as a tiebreaker. It's yeah. which of our opinions are more valid. So mine. So yeah. you, then me, then Steve. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah. no, your enemies above. Yeah. Send away the tigers. Which, which, which I've done, even though they've got the same. Oh no! Seven wait, that puts no your enemy above. Send away the tigers. Yeah, it does. Steve's yeah, 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 more yeah. valid than me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, um, that changes right. nothing to the score. Number six. <laughs> no, <it doesn't. laughs> Number six. Number six. Number six. Um, with 19 out of 30, or a 6.3, is Journal for Plague Lovers. Uh, Then at number five, This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours, which got uh, basically two-thirds, 20 out of 30, or a 6.7. Okay, here we go, top four. Number four, with a 7.7, or 23 out of 30, is The Holy Bible. Number three, Lifeblood. (gasps) With a straight eight out of ten, only loses out on the on the number two spot because I rated everything must go as a perfect ten. So number two is everything must go, which means number one with eight point six or twenty six out of thirty yeah. is futurology. Yeah, man. That is combined score wise, 
our favourite Mannix album. That's surprising. Isn't it? it it's a very surprising well, Yeah, list. because I rank it number four. Yeah. Steve ranks it number one. Yeah. And you rank it number... Three. That feels like it should... But Wait, no, e- yeah, that means it's high. Even yeah. even at number three, I still gave it a ten. There's just three tens in my list. Yeah. 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 Wow. Cool. Yeah. Fanboy. And That's speaking cool. of tens, yeah. uh, <gasps> we've also done... <laughs> <laughs> We've also done top 10 songs from across their career. So, Steve, you can include Donkeys and you can include what? Lord of the River if you'd like. Because oh, I need to do it again. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, same order. Steve, would you like to go first? Oh, mate, uh, Shall, Adam, are we allowing thanks. what we're doing with re-honourable mench? Oh, I've, I've got some honourable mench. Well, some. I'll have to get my honourable munch up. Hold on. Honourable munch. <laughs> What did you say? What did you guys say? Honourable mensch. Mm. Mm. Mm, I didn't. I didn't give it. No. Um, mm, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. What's I'm, this? I'm gonna. I'm. 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 I'm setting up, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna play clips as and when we feel it appropriate to play clips. Okay. Okay. Fine. I think this is one where we should. Uh, the final. I think every single episode, every single track deserves a clip. Every, so every time long. a new one. Every time a new one comes up, I'll play. Right. It. So okay. when okay. we do. When we do Dreaming a City three times, it doesn't get played three times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or we play it three times in full. All the way through mm. and mm. just end the episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we don't even sign off. Number 10. Honourable get... mentions? No honourable mentions? We're, well, oh, we're not just going to do honourable mentions at the end? Well, okay. Ones Typically that, you would do honourable mentions at the beginning. Fine. <laughs> ones that once it didn't quite make my cut, which are very yeah. close. I, well, I'll, let's just do the three... Let's do 11, 12, and 13. Is that happy, happy with that? No, honourable mentions. Oh, fine. Um, <laughs> Autumn Song, didn't get in there. Boo. Uh, Show Me the Wonder, Your Love Alone Is Not Enough. Boo, Glass Nost, Daughter of the River, Peeled Apples. Whoa, okay, okay, that's too, okay, that's too many. That's too many. Calm that's too down. Many. All right, well, great. Down. Yeah, fine. Well, also, Glass Nost didn't make it into your top 10. Yeah, that is surprising, actually. Anyway, number... They were all very close. Number 10. Number 10. Tsunami. Oh, and what a banger. That's nice that to lovely... have some music. We haven't. It's been the first episode we've had no yeah, music until now. Lovely bit of sitar. Steve, uh, like, uh, yeah, like, what a hot banger! It was um, until today. Autumn song was at number ten, and tsunami wasn't. But then I listened to my top twenty, and I was like, I prefer yeah. this to autumn song. So, and, and that's and so it went above it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, number nine. Number nine, um, off the same album, Be Natural. <gasps> oh, yeah. I really like Be Natural. Yeah. Uh, it's such uh, a weird intro. This isn't really going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Skip ahead. <laughs> and, All right. and hair standing on end. Yeah, oh. very cool. Very Radiohead. What album yeah. is this again? This, this is my truth. Uh, this is my truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's that minor chord change or something, isn't it? And I don't know. It's just. Um, it just feels chord. spacey and yeah. proggy, you know. It's very prog, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, real prog. It's just that guitar line. Do, 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 is do, this do, is do, my truth <laughs> more interesting than everything must go? Should I have swapped them? It is. It is. It is more interesting. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's no. Like for purely like musically and technically, I think. Yeah. Anyway, number eight is no surface or feeling. 
Wow, that what a is... hot badger. But yeah, well, absolutely a hot badger, but also it's a lot lower than you expected. Little... Yeah, I thought that was going to be so much higher. It was like at number four in your last thing, which means we've got some second career, like second half of their career bangers coming in uh, but later also, on. Also, he might have reset. Like I've certainly changed some of the order around us online upon reflection. Mm. There's songs that have made my top ten that are that were lower on my last top ten than the other songs that haven't. Yeah. Those words make sense in that. Yeah, it's fine. Sure. I, didn't, I didn't listen to either of you then because I was just having a little yeah, moment yeah, to the song. Arms too, aloft. <laughs> too busy just pissing himself. <laughs> oh, good. Good song. Yeah, I know what you mean. That, that, yeah, there's, um, there's some later stuff on there. Yeah, go on. Well, well uh, enlighten us with that. Number seven. Europa. Get those, miss. Oh, it's just it's so addictive. Song. It's so addictive. Gets me pumped every time. Yeah, I just want to march about the house. Yeah. Steve, you look like you're allergic to this song because you you're you've gone very red of nose. <laughs> uh, I have a bit of a cold and I blew it. He's Rudolph and it's Is getting it? to that time of the year. Have you, have you been naughty? No, he's... No, Steve oh, is yeah. back. Um, he's, right. he's gotten far more sinister. Number six, <laughs> Faster. Oh, St- I've just realised Steve going first means I'm not going to get to play a lot of my songs, but <laughs> whatever. Oh, I wish I had whispered that into the <laughs> microphone. It's so fucking good, Adam. <laughs> uh, what banger. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, they're all good because they're in our top ten, so I'm going to stop saying. But uh, now I know what Platinum Pinter is. That's good. Do you know what? I haven't... <laughs> all good. Man, the what fucking... Great song. The defiance of that song is so cool. It's so jagged. Okay. Number five. This joke sport severed. Oh. Hey. Adam got that up so quickly. Um, no one said that well, before. So I just, I just have um, Manic Street Preachers already typed in and then I just need to put in the song title. Yeah, I, know. I get it. What's, what's, what's happened this off? Are you joking? <laughs> We played it maybe two episodes ago. Yeah, I know. And it's Twice. One it's one of those ones that just hasn't... It's soft Plague Lovers, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. There yes. we go. That's what, see, that's what I mean. <laughs> this, al- this album just... My brain has decided even, not to put it into long-term storage. I even gave you a okay, rendition of when the strings kicked in on this episode. Yeah, the strings. I remember the strings. Number four, which is... Mad low that it's number four, but it's Dreaming a City. <gasps> oh. You've been saying this is your favourite Manic song. Yeah. Yeah, but then you go back and you listen to Motorcycle Emptiness and you, you listen lying. to If You Tolerate This and you listen to A Design for Life and they're all better. <laughs> you lying piece of shit. <laughs> because that's definitely Steve's top three. <laughs> yeah, in that order as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this song, man. I got so pumped listening to this today when I'm working. I was writing about finances and listening to this. Ready for it? 
I could just sit in that forever. Good song. Uh, yeah, number good three song. is <laughs> Motorcycle Emptiness. Uh, uh, I just can't get away sorry, from... Sorry, we didn't play all of Dreaming a City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it just... We really don't need to pay, play very much no. of Motorcycle Emptiness. Like, I just... I couldn't not put these three songs in the top. I know it's a bit dull to put them there, but hey. Oh, God. So does that mean that Tolerate is your number two? Yes. Yes, it is. There's the meteor. Um, sounds like a sounds like, like a like an asteroid. It does, yeah. yeah. I read a fascinating article about the creation of this song today. Remind me to send it to okay, you. Okay, great. Um, which means, Steve, number one, uh, it obviously a design for life. Ah, oh. yeah, what a what a fucking bang instantly, man. I'd like to point out that for my top 10, a design for life is at zero. And it's just like yeah. it's above everything, but it's not interesting to include it in my That's top 10. That's the thing. It's cheating. It, is no. not, it does not count. If it's not Michael your top Sheen track. can cheat, then so can I. So Good song. I, yeah, I thought about doing that because it's not as interesting to have those three as a top, but I just I could not include them. I just love those songs no, so and much. And if they're not on your official full top 10, then it means you don't like the song who's next so i want that to be on record <laughs> you straight out hate them yeah that putting it on zero means it's not in your top 10 which means you don't like the okay, song okay look because if it makes you happy then that's fine <laughs> i just love doing top 10s it's 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 so yeah. much fun because it's so like positive fun and, and, the really and good fun songs. yeah 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 it really is so lucas Let's talk about some really good songs. Let's, about- Let's give give me your honourable mensch. On mensch. I'm only going to do a couple, because if you do like ten, then what's the point, Steve? I've got five. That's so fucking cheap. I and said just three and then... unwilling to really fucking put them down and do a top I said ten. three and you said it wasn't no, enough. No, they're, fif- they're my 15 to 10. Anyway, well, then I don't, I've only written down two honourable mentions, okay. and I feel like I'm being shortchanged. Okay. Um, okay, on, on mensch, <laughs> on mensch... <laughs> Uh, is um, f- for purely meme status and the fact that it's been with us since day one is repeat stars and stripes. <laughs> Gets oh an on mensch. Okay, on okay. mensch. Right. Okay. Okay. Great. Right. A genuine on mensch uh, is if you tolerate this, your children will be next. Wow. Just for... That gets an honourable mention. mention. Are you mental? And that is. <laughs> Would you rather it was just not even mentioned at all? No, I guess not. Was, I guess what made not, you think Lucas? it was going to be in my no. top tens? It wasn't in either of my previous. It's a fucking great but it wasn't song. in either of my previous top tens. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm well, giving it an on mensch because of the yeah. a. It's a oh, a. It's mensch. a classic. It's a fucking classic. But also the the fucking putting a song about the Spanish Civil War and making it a, num- yeah, a number yeah. one chart topping banger is is a it is cool. kind of sums yeah. up their career quite well. Yeah, <laughs> or at least a good Definitely. a good chunk of their what they're about defo at number 10 um, defo on mensch uh, which has absolutely shot up the rankings considering <laughs> where it was previously uh off postcards from a young man oh yeah it's not war just the end of love hmm. oh let's have a little listen to that and this is because of your newfound love of motown yes Definitely. Uh, just when going through my top 20 of the last two top 10s I've done, just this song really stands out. It's just a fucking fun song. Yeah. I mean, this is, is absolutely fun. Pleb Lucas responding to a mass communication strings anthem single. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. That's, you know, it's one of the things that the Manics do Very well. really well. And also featuring friend of the podcast, Michael I was going to say, does that come into it at all? <laughs> the, song, the song doesn't feature Michael Sheen. Featuring <laughs> friend of the podcast, Michael Sheen. Number nine. All right. From Lifeblood, 1985. I'd, I imagine we're going to hear from Lifeblood quite a bit. <laughs> Maybe. Good song. Oh yeah. Quite a, not the intro. You need to kind of get ahead of it, don't we? Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. I'll probably put in different clips in the edit. <laughs> and we're just talking over a completely unrelated bit right now. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, good. Good song. Great song. Great song. Great album. Great, Great song. Torvald and Dean. Great times. Torvald and Dean. <laughs> yeah. Number eight. Great mates. Great Big music. Mates. Big mates. Torvald and Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight from Rewind the Film. Show Ooh. me the wonder. Uh, oh, show me the wonder. Can't put a different bit in now because <laughs> just fucking fun. Just like skipping down the street in like the best mood of your life. <laughs> I can't really imagine you skipping down the street. I constantly try and get Hannah to skip with me, and she never does it. Yeah, I love it. Fascinating. Skipping is it's because you've sucked all the joy out of her life. A skip <laughs> might be that. Yeah, sk- skipping that. is fun and also a very efficient means of speedy transportation. All right, all right. Michael all McIntyre. Right. Michael McIntyre. Oh, is that a Michael McIntyre bit? <laughs> yeah. oh, in which case, I rescind <laughs> saying it. I rescind the joke. Um, number seven off of this is my truth. Tell me yours. Mm. Licking my neck <laughs> Black dog on my shoulder <laughs> Genuinely had to have yeah. <laughs> Because uh, Well let's at least hear him say Because uh, of the fun fun And also Oh here it goes Licking my, my neck Um, And the fucking lounge Like the outro. outro bit, yeah. The Thunderbirds yeah. bit. That's so, so my, Lucas. so my speed. Number six. Yeah. Off of Lifeblood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We enter the Lifeblood portion of the... <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Uh, from Lifeblood <laughs> is Empty Souls. Oh. Oh, yeah. Just that sound immediately. Adam again. Should have played New Year's Day. Yeah. Should yeah. have played New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Baseline, man. Baseline. There you go. Great yeah. song. Good banger. Number five. In a, sh- I'm, I was surprised how low this ended up being. Off of everything must go, is everything must go. Really? Ooh. Wow. Previous yeah. number one. Yeah. This and number four were very close and very difficult to decide. I'm really excited. I know what number one is. I think this is a great song. Like, it's a really good song. Hot take. I, I think this think is it, a great song. I yeah. reckon this might be the fifth best managed. Yeah, yeah. This I would reckon, be in yeah. your top ten, I reckon. <laughs> if not top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great song. Yeah. 
Uh, I get to hear my ones because I haven't said the same ones as Steve. Yeah, that's true. Uh, number four from Lifeblood. Oh, you surprised me. The love of Richard Nixon. Oh, that's so high for the love so of Richard high. Nixon. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a fucking great. Let's make it sound song. like you're swearing, doesn't it? Oh, for the love of Richard Nixon. <laughs> Your top ten is mental. <laughs> I love that though. Yeah, like yeah, when before we'd done this podcast, could you have predicted this top ten? No, almost certainly not. Almost certainly not. Number three of Futurology is Dreaming a Sea. Oh, I, yeah. now I don't need to don't need to play that again. Here we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, lovely. Thanks, man. <laughs> that was lovely. Number two. From Know Your Enemy. What? Is Miss Europa Disco. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I always forget it's on there. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I'm um, already maybe regretting <laughs> not making this number one. <laughs> no. No. Just go because, I've just realised what your number one is, and this is better. Is it, though? Because listen to this. Oh, the bass, yeah. bass <laughs> It's the only manic song that I bothered to work out on an instrument. <laughs> I like, got my bass out and worked out this funky bass Have line. you not tried Dreaming a City yet? Go to give it a go. No, I'm not accomplished enough. Go to give it that. a go. So, number one, I've already got it. From already got it queued up. Is the beautiful I Live to Fall Asleep. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Also, this song has a lovely little personal connotation for me. Because unsurprisingly, my beloved uh, has been, had to put up with a lot of manics this year and generally doesn't go for any of it. She loves this song. And we both really? love this song. And it's nice that we that both nice. really love this song. That is nice. We've we've had many a little dance to this song in the kitchen, like a pair of lovely soft people. That's really lovely. We'll, like have a little dance together. It's a lovely yeah. song. And what a nice like memory to like associate with that. And, and you'll just... You'll have that memory forever, you know. Yeah, put it on in the morning when we're in bed and go, let's go back to sleep. Until one of you dies, and one will die before the other, and the other one will have to live through that. Yeah. We talk, do you know what? We die. talked about that literally <laughs> yesterday. Who do, you, who do you think it'll be? Yeah. Me. Uh, okay. <laughs> and you'll make sure that happens. Because she'll... I mean, just... Because I'll, she'll kill you, or... Uh, just statistically, I'll die first, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry. Anyway, shall I, I also do a top ten? Yeah, go on, you do it, I guess. Right, so do you want to hear my, my top ten? No. no, thank you. Oh, okay, right. No. Well, uh, thank you very much for <laughs> listening. <laughs> okay. Uh number ten from Jean Roche. Honorable uh, on mensch. Oh on mensch. On I mensch. Forgot. On mensch. Uh, honorable mentions, which is basically my fifteen to eleven. No, no, um, no. No. Honorable mentions, international blue, ready for drowning, so why so sad? This joke sport severed and my Guernica. Um Is on mensch so, like French, like on en route? This on mesh, yeah. Salmon en route <laughs> is a dish I like. Uh so uh, uh number ten from Jean Rochon Terroristes oh, okay. uh, is li- The Peach Stars and Stripes. Little Baby Nothing. Yeah. Which I'm going to skip forward because it's got a spoken word intro. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's great. 
I, uh, I, I heard that recording of the Kylie show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not good. It's not great. No, she, she ain't great on that. Actually, I want to look up a video of Catherine doing it. I'd be curious to see Oh, that. that's cool. She's yeah. very good. Um, number nine is uh, Europa Get Dush Mish because yes. it makes me feel invincible. That's got more ridiculous. Uh, um, number eight from the Holy Bible Yes. Oh. Yes, what is it? Yes, it is. Okay, I can't be bothered. <laughs> right, okay. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, in terms of lyrics, these first couple of lines. So good. Yeah, yeah. A bit much. <laughs> Ooh. Fucking edge lord. Seven, seven, eight. <laughs> Number seven, uh, epicenter from oh, Know Your Enemy. Know Your Enemy. Yeah. Oh, is it good? <laughs> oh, it's just so good. Let me skip forward a little bit. How much did you pain over this top ten, by the way? Uh, quite a lot. Such a good song. Yeah, you need to make me like this album, don't you? Yeah, I really do. I really do. Number six is "I Live to Fall Asleep." Yeah, there it is. Because Play it again. it's just, it's just so beautiful. It's um, lovely. Number five, uh, "No Surface All Feeling." Mm-hmm. Um, number four. Oh, there it is. Hold me like a heaven. Yeah. Wow. So the only good. featuring of Resistance is futile. Yeah. I has any album not featured? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think Send Away the Tigers is featured in top tens. Gold against the soul. No. So far. I just. I can't believe they have that still in them. Which just that's just such an incredible song. Um I'm sorry we were so negative. Yeah. About it's that. absolutely fine. Uh <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, I don't need to play clips uh, for the rest of them. Um but number three, motorcycle emptiness. Number two, faster. And yeah. number one. Uh, like not just uh, my favorite mandatory preachers song, one of my favorite songs of all time. If you tolerate this, your children will be next. Yeah, it's what so good. A good song. So that's a cool top ten. That leaves us. Well, thank you, man. That's very kind. Um, I like the bit where I left to fall asleep on it. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So that was my highlight of your top. 10. So what I've done. Is I have assigned them like scores. So if you if you placed it at number ten in your top ten, it got one point. If you placed it at number nine, it got two, etc. All the way up to ten. Um, and I've added those together to create a group top twenty. Um, now, interestingly, there's enough overlap between our lists um, that there was only twenty three songs we mentioned. Wow. Okay. And and the three that don't get included on the top twenty. 
are all uh, are all our number tens. Right. Which are which it's not war just in Little Baby Nothing and Tsunami. and Tsunami. So they don't get included. So the tracks that do get included are Be Natural, nineteen eighty five, Show Me the Wonder, Yes, Epicenter, Europa Get Dershmish, Black Dog on My Shoulder, Empty Souls, Everything Must Go, This Joke Sport Severed, The Love of Richard Nixon, Hold Me Like a Heaven, No Surface All Feeling, Miss Europa Disco Dancer, mm-hmm. A Design for Life, Faster, Dreaming a City, I Live to Fall Asleep. Motorcycle emptiness, and if you tolerate this, your children will be next. That top five is, really is there, good. What? What's the top five again? Faster, was... dreaming a city. I live to fall asleep. Motorcycle emptiness. If you tolerate this, your children will be next. That's a fucking solid top five. That's just such a good top twenty, though. Like in terms of just range yeah. and what a cool band. Yeah, cool band, man. I feel like that's a cool. Top, I think that's a that's a good top ten to put out there as I'm... a playlist as the official. Do you love us? Top twenty. I feel like. Well, that's that's. Speaking of, do you love us? I suppose the last question that I have to ask you both is, do you love us? Us being the band Manic Street Preachers and not us, the hosts of the podcast. Do you love us? To which you are now recording. <laughs> I love both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love nice. the Manics. So I love you both dearly. Oh, well, I, I also love you guys. Which you hate the <laughs> I fucking hate the manics. Yeah. It's been the worst year of my life. Do you know, I came into this episode genuinely Ooh. a bit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's steamy, steamy it. stew. Um, a bit sad because we're going to be leaving the manics behind, and um, I know yeah. I can still listen to them, but I'm I'm super excited to see what they do next, and I can't wait to see them. I love us. <laughs> uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see what we do next. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Look, yeah. this is our last episode. Um, I'm not going to do plugs, uh, because I think anybody who's listening to this knows where we're at. You know, on Twitter and Instagram, and they know that we've got merch and that they can donate to us. What I'm going to do instead is, um, it's okay with you guys. I'm going to do some thank yous. Yes. Um. So firstly, I want to thank both of you. Uh, because a lot of effort went into this and I'm aware that this was not in any of our comfort zones. No. Um, this was a weird project to embark on. Even weirder when you think that none of us have ever done a podcast or hosted anything or really put ourselves out into like a public sphere in this kind of way. So thank you guys for like being very patient but also very dedicated and genuinely putting in a lot of fucking effort to this thing, which you absolutely didn't have to. Um, you know, uh, th- this has been more successful than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I think that a lot of that is down to you two. Thank um, you very much. And I think I would return fire <laughs> to the man who did all yeah. the work. <laughs> yeah. Did all the work, put in all the effort, created the thing and held it on his shoulders yeah. <laughs> well thank you very much and that's of course Sean <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. oh right yeah sorry really really said thank you way too early that's so embarrassing um. <laughs> no it's been an absolute pleasure man it's been a whole lot of fun and super good fucking, I'm glad super I'm fucking glad weird enjoyed it yeah really weird uh, I'm also going to thank James Quinn and Matt Lambert for helping with like the early production of it working out what it was what it wasn't and uh, generally sort of helping me 
find out what this was going to be. Uh, I'm going to thank my girlfriend, Poppy, who has had to put up with a lot of manic stuff. <laughs> like, the amount of manic stuff that I watch and consume or have on around the house. Uh, like, to the point now, you know how you were saying, like, familiarity, like makes you like something she's now a Mannix fan just because she basically has to be she, or she <laughs> hates her life or she'll leave you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah do you think she'll go to a Mannix gig uh do if, you think stockholm syndrome is fully settled if in? you guys cannot make the one in july she's coming yes nice um i would also really like to thank our guests uh neil collins emily hyatt stephen lee nash Haley and russ from i'm scum greg haver michael sheen Simon Price, Terry Hall, Dave Erringer, uh, and Catherine Ann Davies, aka the Anchoress. I mean, uh, incredible guests that gave us like so much of their time uh, and effort. A pleasure, like talking to absolutely all of them. Um, I would also like to thank people that have kind of helped us out along the way uh, on like social media and stuff. So uh, I definitely want to give a shout out to the uh, Forever Delayed. Uh, Twitter account and the forum they've been very accommodating over on the forum it's been lovely to chat to you all um, and you know all the retweets and the likes and stuff help us out enormously same goes for uh, the repeat fanzine I know Richard over there has been uh, talking to us a lot on Twitter uh, Yusuf over at 227 Liz, uh on Twitter is amazing everyone needs to go and read uh, his work on the Holy Bible um, thanked him in the guests but uh Neil Collins and the Welsh Music Podcast guys uh, have, have been really great. Um, he actually opened the door to a couple of our guests. Uh, um, so part of the reason we got to talk to some of the people we talked to was because of the guys over at the Welsh Music Podcast. Everyone should check them out. Um, also want to thank uh, the the newer sort of fanzine, uh, Monochrome Desire, who've always been uh, very friendly to us Uh lots of likes and retweets and stuff so thank you to all of you guys as well i want to thank everybody who has spent do you know what i'm saying i want to thank we want to thank yeah everybody who has spent yeah. their hard-earned money on this project whether that's like buying our merchandise or just donating directly to us it's all amazing and very much appreciated uh thank you to everybody who has interacted with us on socials in any sort of friendly way uh we've had a few <laughs> that aren't so friendly and i'm not thanking you um <laughs> It's honestly been uh, quite cool to build like a weird little community that we have and yeah. then exist in it and talk to fans of the band and find out their weird opinions. And um, you, you guys will all know who you are, but you all really seem to kind of get what we set out to do here and we're on board with a lot of the stranger stuff that we've done, which has been really, um, it's been really gratifying, actually. And then, of course, I want to thank... Uh, Everybody who listened to even a few minutes of our podcast, uh, the support means uh, a great deal. And we honestly had no idea it would take off in this way or would garner this kind of response or get this much attention. And it's it's been a, a surprise, I think. Um, but one of the nicest surprises. Uh, it's been, been really weird, but really fun and really cool. And it, uh, honestly... Uh, We've we've talked about it. It's made us want to do it again. So maybe we will. Maybe we uh, in will. In fact, in fact, we're going to. And you, you guys, you know, listening, should stay tuned for news on what we're going to do next year. That news will come out uh, in early January. Yeah. Uh, but before that, maybe you'll want to just, you know, 
maybe just check this podcast feed on Christmas Eve in a few days. I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. maybe there'll be a little oh, something in your stocking. Something. Yeah. So maybe one of yeah. us will be in some stockings. Yeah. It's, no. rocky, it's rocky around the clocky. <laughs> rocky too around the clocky too. Um, is there anything you guys would like to say before we sign off for the final time? I just, yeah, I kind of want to say thank, uh, thanks for sort of putting up with me and Lucas like genuinely because it, there's there's been some like huge super fans listening that have had to listen to our and especially <laughs> Lucas's not quite on the nose opinion like do you know what I mean and um I don't know what you're <laughs> uh, some controversial <laughs> things have been said and um, you stuck by us because we never intended to be a podcast where we come on and just wank off Manic Street Preachers and just read out the Wikipedia. Although if they do want to come on, we don't mind wanking you off. Um, <laughs> we were never going to just come on and, and just say how great they were. We were gonna, we were gonna get critical. So yeah, just sort of thank you for sticking by us with that. I want to reiterate my thanks to Adam. Specify that it was for Adam, <laughs> not Sean Moore. It, the things I said earlier were all about Adam. Why does it well, feel thanks. like we're we've we're accepting a, an award? We? <laughs> also, thanks to Adam for uh, putting up with the wrong opinion, not the wrong opinions. The right opinions also because <laughs> if that was me and you're talking about my favorite band i'd kick off <laughs> be absolutely fucking livid i would not be as level-headed and objective as you <laughs> well it's been a like an absolute pleasure uh the last uh the penultimate thing i'm gonna say is if you don't check this feed on christmas eve check it on january the 4th um and then the last thing I'm going to say is that we we live in urban hell and we destroy rock and roll.